You're listening to the Did You Hear Show. Yo, yo, yo. Morning, folks. Here it is. With your host, Jason Garvey. Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, folks? And today we are joined by G.A. Farrell. We're joined by Dean McGuire and the Constantly one and fucking forgets like. Well, <laughs> I didn't know whether to call you Jay or Jason. I forgot who was who. So, uh, and last but not least, Enya Martin. Enya, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure, absolute pleasure. But yeah, Enya, so there's this thing going on where every time we start the fucking podcast, I don't know what to call Jay because I'm Jay and he's Jay and I'm Jason, and he's Jason. So we figured out last week that I was Jason and he was Jay. And that's why I got Biff Fabulous. Yes, if I get, like, am I the short J or the big J? Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he, he settled for J number two already, but he said, no, like, I don't want J it to be J number two. Yeah, I don't want a number J's beside words. me. J squared. J squared. She's all already <laughs> banging them out. That, that should be our next, that should be our podcast name, J squared. J squared. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? That's not bad, Jeff. <laughs> oh, stop. We have a handful now. Um, Anya, how are you getting on? Yeah, good. Uh, I suppose a bit of normality is is uh, is returning now, but the question I get asked all the time is, when your gigs starting back up, when do you think you'll be back working? Any sign of your gigs coming back? And I'm like, to be honest, I can't see me advertising a new show till next year. Like, cause yeah. Do you know what it is? All the shows that I was supposed to do last year got moved into this year, and then mm-hmm. they're not bleeding half of them by the looks of it, you know? Yeah. So the only thing I can really promote are shows that I promoted two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> didn't happen yet. I suppose at the same time, you probably want to have a bit of fucking normality to yourself as well first yeah. before you actually go out and do anything. Because yeah. I can't wait to do simple things like, I think I said it about four times in the podcast now, just go to pictures. Like, I'm yeah. dying to go to fucking pictures. I'm literally, I miss it so much, it's unbelievable. Yeah, like my, my manager actually made a good point. He said it was like a, f- a forced rest that we all had to take. Yeah. You know, like with like lockdown where like everything was closed, like everyone couldn't walk and they had to walk from home if they, if they did have to walk. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a bit of breathing space. Do you know what I mean? People picked up hobbies and all like, and I, I know we'll probably talk about it in a while, but like I did a PT course at the end of 2019 and COVID hit down at the start of 2020. Right. And I was like, the gyms could still open if they had an outdoor facility. So I actually ended up uh, contacting one of my mates who owned the gym and I was like look I, I'm not walking at the minute and I need walk like I have a PT suit he's like yeah come up and walk with us so it was great you know it was an opportunity in disguise doing that yeah. PT mm-hmm. course yeah you were lucky yeah and I suppose that's one form of, of walk that you know people could still kind of do through Zoom and stuff you know yeah. so some people were lucky that they were good enough to kind of you needed to understand technology a little bit as well, didn't you? Like, like oh, many people, yeah, force technology on people, yeah, yeah, that because Zoom can be complicated, like for some people, like realistically to us, we're all younger generation. It's it's handy enough, but you get some yeah. people that just mm. haven't got a clue, or some people yeah. that don't even have a fucking uh, webcam. And I don't know what Anya's noticed, but webcams were going for like three hundred quid now. <laughs> Where do you? I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God, you couldn't get a webcam anywhere. People swapping kidneys for webcams. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Unbelievable, you had the lads in town fucking, yeah, stall it down this way, we get your bleeding webcam. <laughs> my, my Open the boot of a car. Yeah. <laughs> my mum was going all out, she was trying to buy a MacBook for a Zoom class. I'm like, man, it's only, if you're only using Zoom, you don't need a MacBook. <laughs> ah, but Dean, it comes in pink. I'm like, no, so I got a, I got a Chromebook and everything. Like, I mean, it has like a two megapixel camera, but I saved her about a grand. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah ma, snapping. She wanted a MacBook just to look cool. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> on her. A pink one as well. Yeah, because she already got the purple iPhone on me. 
Uh, she had spare cash because of the MacBook, so. Right, 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 right. Oh, is that why she got the iPhone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Makes sense now. Um, Yeah, so you've been doing a bit of the PT. What else have you been doing? Like, did, did, did you, did I see that you recently moved out with your gaffer, is that? Yeah, yeah, recently moved out. And the shit thing was, like, it was uh, last, Octo- last October I moved out, so nearly seven months now. Like, right. And there was only two weeks in the whole seven months, two weeks where we could actually go out and do things like go to a pub or like go out for, to a restaurant. We spend like the whole time living together in lockdown. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's hard. Like, when you're like, if you haven't lived with someone before and oh, you're just locked in a fucking gaff 24 <laughs> 7, I like, can only imagine like, what that was like. Yeah, yeah like they say you don't know someone till you, till you live with them, right? And like, I remember one time we had this massive argument, right? And I was like, I'm gone, I'm, I'm, I'm gone, and all right. So I went down to Mad and I was like, man, I'm fucking sick of him and all. And she was just like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. I was like, where's the black bags, right? So <laughs> I took a roll of black bags, right? I went up. But then we ended up talking and making up, right? So I came back and she goes, Where's my black bag? She goes, I left them up there, man. She goes, What am I going to use for the fucking bin? <laughs> you've, oh, um, yeah. you've been with her how long now? A uh, long time. This September will be like 13 years, yeah. Yeah. Like it's. it's so he, he didn't just come when the cloud came, like he was there before. <laughs> That's mad, yeah. He's just not even phased by that, yeah. like, which is good in a way, I suppose. But uh, like. Um, he he was there yeah before everything started. You know, mm. it's it's mad. Like he wouldn't be the same person now because I met when he was fifteen. He was sixteen, I think. Yeah, and I was just a little bit younger than him, like a few months younger than him. And like he wouldn't be the same person now. Do you know what I mean? Because he's an mm. adult now. He's yeah, grown yeah. up. Like he's thirty in December. Like it's mad how you see people change. Like not in yeah. a bad way, but yeah. like. You know, you're a completely different person when you're a teenager, do you know what I Absolutely, mean? Absolutely, You don't yeah. know what you want or anything, but yeah, it's mad. And then when you live with someone, you learn, like, all their, the habits and stuff. Like, everything's more magnified, you know? Like, yeah. he's a... He's a chef, so like the kitchen is his den. Like, oh, that's it. That's his job title. Like, he's a yeah, and like oh, he's, deadly. He walks in um the head office in Penny's, like for so you know, like the marketing staff and all, and people like that. But they're all walking from home now, and so he hasn't been walking since like Christmas time. You know, right. he's mm-hmm. going off his rocker. So the two of us were at home in that granny flat, like not walking. Yeah. Um. Thankfully, I was still able to use the gym that I walk in to go up and train and by myself, and yeah. he didn't really have that. So. Um. Yeah. It's 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 been a bit shit. Like, obviously, it's a unique experience. You know, no one prepares you to like live in lockdown with your fella. Like, you know, <laughs> no one prepares you for that. Uh, and you, you said granny flat. Did you just build it yourself or? Um. No. So his man built it out the back. Uh. Last summer. Right. And yeah, we moved in the October because Garrett's brother actually passed away at the start of last year. Oh, sorry to um, hear that. Um. Yeah. True suicide. Like, cause I know he had Fuck. he was in dialogue like talking yeah. about that. Um and the job that he was in is actually a really really good job. There must have been some type of uh like a bereavement fund or something like that because money was given to his family like right and like she was like do you know what um like Darren always wanted like something like that with the back garden like so right. um you wanted like a man cave or something you know yeah, but like yeah, she yeah. was like I'll just build this and then she offered it to us she was like. <coughs> I know he's wants to get a mortgage sound, so he's a should experience living together before you do that. Like, fair play, she's <laughs> totally right. Like, yeah, no, fair <laughs> play. Well, that's a lovely gesture, isn't it? And it's yeah. obviously it's good for you because if you can't live together, good luck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's what they say. Like, we we actually don't. You know, we were saving for a mortgage, and then at Christmas time, we were like, you know, we have to kind of stop because we can't afford it. Like, the savings is still there. We actually. Um, you know, we got up a good bit we did, but unfortunately, like now it's like the time scale that's been pushed out a bit. Yeah, as if, you know, we've missed like seven months of saving. Yeah, see, so some people I personally have benefited during the lockdown. Now I am known as an essential worker, so my work didn't stop at all. I am making more money now than I ever made in my life, and I'm at the saving more money than I ever have in my life as well. Like it's yeah. it's unbelievable how 
the scales like some people have literally fuck um, no pot to piss in and then other people are getting extensions on the gaff like my two brothers got gaffs Jordan the Jordan COVID and um poxy thing for them now obviously it's starting to change now but they bought their gaffs and they couldn't fucking go house shopping or that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. They couldn't buy fucking that and for oh, that gaff no. so they kinda had to wait. Just my brother's still challenge. living in my ma's now like so it's a bit poxy for him but he, he's coming to an end. In regards to the lockdown and stuff like that, did that help in terms of like creating content with obviously more time to sit down and kind of think things through and all or whatever? Yeah, do you know what? Like, I remember I was so busy with shows um, before COVID hit that I just, I started to neglect the page a bit because I was just so on the go and I was constantly, like, I find it hard to multitask so I wouldn't be able to sit down and write a script for a video and try and write material for me sta- for the stage as well. So I found, like, I was channeling it all into the stage and, like, I was kind of... um neglecting my page so when COVID hit I couldn't do any more shows and like I said about the forced rest it actually gave me time to sit down like just start thinking of video ideas and I was like now is the time while people are sitting at home not doing anything you know like jumpstart your page again like not that like people were forgetting about me but mm. like I became kind of less consistent with the videos mm. so. I'd say that always plays in the back of your mind though oh yeah if I don't put up a video in two weeks I'm like people are going to forget about me but then I follow people who I wouldn't see put up stuff like a video like like I love Darren Conway and stuff you know yeah, he, yeah. he wouldn't be one of those that like posts the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. same day every week consistently yeah. but like you'll watch it if you post it like in four weeks time or something yeah, you know like yeah. it's, he's it's, one of those you don't forget isn't he yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I hope people think I, like that with me like. yeah no <laughs> I, I think that's just all in your head personally mm. on a personal level I'd say Darren Conway feels that way as well do you know what I mean yeah. I think it's just a it's right thing to make sure that you're always on your toes you know what I mean but the way you come up with your material, uh, any, I always kind of, I don't know whether you as I like this as well, lads. Sometimes when I watch your content, that Darden's content, I always think stories that happened in the gaff and, geez, that would be a deadly video for them to make. Do you know what I mean? Perfect yeah. example. One that really triggered with me was the whole. Uh, the fish and chip one, I think it was. I ordered a bleeding chip or something. I mean, and Rory, yeah, you were doing yeah. with Rory or something. Yeah, and he came in. Do you, do you want that and then the chip? I know. Yeah, and then he comes <laughs> back and you start eating his fucking <laughs> chips. It's, it's like, literally universal. Like. But th- that's what I'm saying. It's that real content that I love. I love all the real stuff. You know what I mean? The stuff. Yeah, yeah the stuff that's. that's what, a, but that's what comedy is on stage. Like, like I hardly want to get up and start talking about like a private joke between you and your mate. Like, no one's gonna get that. Yeah. yeah well, if you sit there and you talk about girls, did you ever see when they go on the toilet in a nightclub and this happens and that happens and like they're all on their back because they've all been there like yeah. you know what I mean well, what happens oh like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's always actually the bit I finish with um, my last show like because right. mainly predominantly women come see me you know but yeah, they drag yeah. their fellas along as I well I went to see you did you yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah. way wait, in Vicar Street was it yeah yeah no, oh, that's big, mad. big group was yeah that's gas because I actually people from like me skill like like they I wouldn't know they were going and they tag me on Instagram be like oh I can't wait to see our show and like they'd be in the audience like you know take a picture of the stage I'm like Jesus that's mad like, yeah I'd say it's very like humbling you know what I mean to to think that yeah people that like like for, for example um I wasn't really aware of you like that you were local I didn't know you lived around here until yeah. I found out you hung around with someone said she used to hang around with uh, Nicole and Megan I think it was yeah. she used to hang around with them yeah like I because they know my best friend like so I often like be with them sometimes oh, Doyle yeah. is it is it Mossy yeah. Doyle's little sister yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Old, I actually was with them yesterday because she had a gender reveal um thing so 
Right. Yeah, I was only talking to them, but yeah. Yeah, so th- th- that's how we, uh, I had no idea that you were even from around here until then. And then, obviously, Dan, I think it was you said she's from, Con- she went to Constantine. Yeah, did you not see her in school? And I was like, oh yeah, I probably did. But I left school when I was, what, about 11 then. <laughs> and I got, f- <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. But, um, yeah, yeah so it's Jay, Jay was in my class, weren't yeah. you? What's that? Were you in my class the whole way through? I, I personally think it was junior infants straight up. Was it even in sixth yeah. year? True to Collinstown as well, I just primed. Yeah, no, we obviously went to Collinstown together. We were definitely in the same class in Collinstown at one point. I think up until fourth year. Yeah, because we done yeah. LCA then, we made a quick swift, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's that's a good segue because, like that, again, like I said, like I've, I've seen the other day pictures of us in Glasgow in second year. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then, so from knowing you from such a young age to now, like, and then I went through some of your stuff, so, like, you're 38. K subscribers on YouTube, eighty five K followers on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like Vicar Street, Tommy Turn and like David Schwimmer interviewing David Schwimmer who plays Ross from Friends. Like Yeah. It's <laughs> it's mad for me to see that. You know mm. what I mean? Like just because like I we went to school with this person, do you know what I mean? How, how does that make you feel actually, Jay? It just, because it just, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say it's interesting for you well, to coin you know a what? witness. I'm going to sting in you on this one because here's what she doesn't know. She doesn't remember. She was my other half on Bebo at one point. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. I actually think I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's one I'll ask you. Do you remember what you wrote on it? No. Do you remember the AO Technology song? 50 Cent and Justin yeah. Timberlake. What was it? He got me saying, Jay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm cringing. I'm cringing. I I have, mine was even worse because mine was the follow-up. Her hips, her attacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. corny. So corny. But the, the, the point I'm making is, like, it, it is. It's brilliant to see that. Do you know what I mean? But in school, like we touched on before we started recording, you came out of your shell a bit more in Collinstown. But even at that point, I still didn't see this happening. So when did the penny drop for you in terms of like, right, I'm good at this, I'm funny, I can do something with this? When did that kick start? Yeah, well, the whole way up through school, like, yeah, I, I did start coming out of my shell more and more uh, in secondary school. Like, in I suppose, like, the last few years, like, fifth year and sixth year, like, I felt like I was becoming, like, more of an outgoing person when I used to be more kind of, like, introvert. And, uh I just thought I had to get a regular job, you know, like apply for college, do me leaving cert and all that and, you know, sit at a desk basically. But what happened was I went to college and I'd done uh, advertising and marketing in um, IT Tele. And I, I enjoyed business studies and skills. So I was just like, oh, I'll do this because I actually wanted to do creative digital media because I, I was really into all that type of thing. Like I even did uh, an interview in Ballyferma College for um, TV presenting. Right. And they were like, yeah, no, we just, we don't think, like, this is for you and all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the last laugh, literally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then I was in college, and I went on holiday, like, videos started coming out on Facebook, like, Darren Conway, actually. I remember he started making videos for me. Fabu D, like, he was making videos for me. And a couple of other people, and I was like, oh, this is starting to become a thing. Because I used to love, like, doing drama workshops and all, and... I used to, like, do you remember that tenderfoot thing that was yeah. in, yeah. yeah, they came in in fourth year, right, and it was like this um acting workshop that you got to go to if you were in transition year, a couple of skills from around the area got involved, and like only a certain amount of students got picked, and Craig, like your mate Craig, Craig McGall, yeah, yeah, he got picked for it as well. He's very good at it as well. Yeah, was. like it was, and do you know what they done, they auditioned everyone, right, they put us all in the hall in a big huge circle, and she would just like say, okay, I want uh, people to do X, Y, and Z, and like I always had to have the edge, do you know what I mean? Yeah, when yeah. it comes to acting or performing, like I was never shy yeah, yeah you know yeah. or like doing like presentations at the top of the class or anything 
Um, so I was like, something's in there, like, because my dad's side of the family, they're all into, like, stage uh, performance, you know, dance skills and all. So I was like, something, the gene is definitely in there for performing. So I started seeing all them videos being made. And I was on holidays with my mates, and I was like, girls, like, I think I, I might post a video. Like, I don't know what I'm going to post, but, like, I think, like, the, the comic streak is in there somewhere, and I want other people to see it other than you, because I'd always be, like, having them yeah. cracked up and all, yeah. like, you know, sitting on the balcony on holidays, mm. hung over, like, they'd... And I, I would pretend to be my ma, like, in the flats, yeah, on the balcony yeah. on holidays, like, shouting over and all, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, do it, do it. So I eventually got home, and I started seeing this girl posting on stuff on Facebook, and she was making that fella out to be, like, I mean, God, right, but he was, like, the biggest scumbag going, like, I mean, a oh, this is criminal, thing, is yeah, it? like, and, like, she just made that fella out to be, like, just gods, and, like, oh, I love, I love him, and just say his name was Jay or something, like, Jay's me life and all, blah, blah, but, like, he'd be after getting convicted for stabbing someone the week before, <laughs> do you know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, um, like, how many people do you know like that? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. And that's why I was like, do you know what? I'm going to make a video Label. about that, yeah. And I just pretended I was obviously Shanto. Uh, I for- I, do you know where the name Chantel came from? Because my dad used to always slag this woman who used to live in his flats. Because she used to always scream over the balcony, Chantel. Like, <laughs> was she looking for a parrot by any chance? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what the, that video oh, Chanel, is? That was Chanel. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's an African grey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how I came up with the name. But I just made that video and like I was terrified. I literally shut the laptop straight away. I was like, oh my God, what am I after doing? But it was on my personal page. Right. So like I kind of just started start testing the waters a bit. And then when I actually made the page and posted it, because um, people were like make up your own page like more people would see it like it's not just your family and friends Yeah. and then yeah like it only got like 500 likes or something 50,000 views but like that was a lot to me back then because I wasn't course, used to it yeah. but now looking back I'd be like oh that video died in a towel like if I only got that if I got that today yeah. on a video do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mad like what you take for granted now like it's uh, then I just kind of started from there like when did you start learning about audiences and well demographics you know, I think you, what did you touch on beforehand? I think you were talking about like with the case of views and then monetization and stuff like that. When did you start kind of learning about this side of things? Yeah, so at the start, like it was just a bit of a hobby. Like I called it Gives a Laugh because I, I didn't want to just dedicate it to one character, you know, like Shanto. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the reason I called it Gives a Laugh is because I saw somewhere down the line like my own sketch show or something, you know. So I wanted it to be like a broad type of name. If right. you know what I mean. so, so you envisioned where it was going yeah, before it yeah. even started off. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't and it? then I was still obviously in college and all that. And I finished college and I was doing a couple of internships then, like for the first year after college, because that was four years like college mm-hmm. was. So I finished when I was about 22, 23. And I started making, I was obviously still making the videos and I made the Mean Girls of Mean Girls was set in Dublin. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, Yeah, and I was doing an internship at the time and I was like, I feel wasted sitting at this desk. I was like, look how well these videos are down. Like, and you know, people kept saying to me, would you ever try stand up? And I was like, no, not at all. I was like, I remembered how nervous I was posting a video and no one was even in the room then, you know? Like I'd stand up on stage and learn a script and perform to people, no problem. But I was going to be going up onto a stage like, not selling tickets for my shows. Like, these are open mic nights where, like, you know, just tourists sitting in yeah. the audience. It was yeah. my worst nightmare. But somehow someone twisted my arm. It was actually a fella who runs a comedy club in Whelan's in town. Uh, I think it was called Cherry Comedy. And basically they have a slot every Monday or every Thursday night for uh, a first-time comedian. Right. So I was like, right, you know, if I don't do it now, I never will. And again, I was still in the internship at this stage and the videos were going well. 
So I done it and it actually went down really well. Like it was my first time writing material for stage. Like when I look back now, the jokes were kind of shit. Yeah. But like everyone was coming up to me after be like, oh my God, that was so good. That was so good. And like Dave McSavage was the headliner that night. Like so obviously he blew the roof off. But like it was just mad people coming up to me saying like that was really funny and all. And I just envisioned like, you know, me dying on my hole. But when I was waiting at the side of the stage to go on, like for some reason, like I was like uh, calm is if, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was weird. And then that just kick-started. I ended up um, leaving the internship. And I did say to myself, if I want to pursue this, I'm going to have to just be unemployed, like, and I will eventually start making money. And I did, because Rory, who I had done the videos with, put me in touch with his uh, agent. They represent, like, social media people, content creators, get them work with brands and stuff. And uh, my first video was with a taxi company, Halo. You know, right, Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and about 18, 20 names deep oh, now. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I still call them Halo, I do. But uh, yeah, and he was like, hey, my name's Dave. Uh, I work with Rory. You saying you're interested in, like, you know, starting to kind of make money off your videos. And I was like, yeah. And like I said before the podcast, sometimes it defeats are a famine. Sometimes you get three and four of them in a row mm. and you're set for a few months. And then other times you won't get any for six months, you know. Is he still your manager now? Yeah, he is. Okay. I have two managers. I have one from your live stuff and then one from your online stuff. Um, but yeah, like, and that's how it started. The Mean Girls video was what really kind of kicked the page off. Like, that got like a million views that day. Like, so stuff Impressive. like that puts you on the map. Do you know mm, what I mean? 100%. Uh, on social media in Ireland. Yeah, and then I left and I said that to myself. I goes, you know what? I can either sit at this desk and um, be a slave to someone else's dream or I can, like, do you know what? Just literally live off 120 euro a week. Yeah. Until you start making money, and then I did like so. Yeah, I, I think that's mad because that's like, ca- can you see what I'm saying? Similarities to Martin here, Martin Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. Right. Certain people that I've had on the podcast, and everyone's the same. Uh, like in, like they, they, what you said, you were standing by the set stage, and in your head you should have been nervous, yeah. Mm. But you weren't because you knew you were meant to do that. Yeah. I love hearing shit like that because you definitely were in that case. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's just fucking. It's just I absolutely love hearing shit like that. But would you ever or have you ever gone to these comedy shows after you've made it and listened to some of the kind of up and coming artists? Did you ever do that or is it in your head still too early to be doing that because you're kind of still? Chasing it. Yeah, you're still growing yourself, like. Yeah, well, I get all the time, even on social media. Like, if I see someone put up a video and it goes viral and all, and everyone's like, oh, look at this, and they're sharing it on their story, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I feel so under pressure now, and I have to make a really good video and, like, stay up there with that person, you know? Mm. Like, do you get what I'm talking it's about? competition, like, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, you, you start to feel under pressure, like, shit, like, I'm falling behind here, but yeah. it's the same with the stage. Like, if I'm in the laughter lounge, like, sometimes I always get the middle slot, and that's the best one, because people are only starting to get drunk, but yeah. they're not locked. Yeah, 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 And yeah, they're yeah. kind of, like, unwinding, you know? And yeah. it is, it's the best slot, like, because I've seen, like, lads close in the laughter lounge, and people are yeah. and they start talking and yeah. like you nearly become a babysitter you're like can you just keep it down lads please and it just ruins the, the flow and all yeah. like I remember in the laughter lounge one time there was these lads right and I actually know them they're from around here I don't know whether they use well I'll, I'll talk about it after yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they were just they were sitting down the back they were right and they were really really noisy because the comedians stand at the end of the room while the other comedians on stage stand at the bar don't they yeah you kind of linger around there so everyone's back at stage you know what I mean no one's watching you and they were just really, really noisy. Like, this was at the start of the night. And by the end of the night, right, the main fella was closing the show. And they had somehow moved up to the front, you know, at the side of the laughter yeah, lounge yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. Your man must have been out of his head, right, because he took his top off, right, 
walked like he kept talking and the comedian goes you know he wasn't answering him he was like trying, yeah. trying to get a smart woman he wasn't even kind of like rising to it so your man took his top off walked on the stage squared up to the comedian right Fucking it was hell. like something like a hit off a hidden camera show i was like oh my god <laughs> and like he got fucked out in the end he actually attempted it twice and he didn't get fucked out after the first time right i was like what is going on is that a case of the lads having a bit of a name or something that the security guards like felt intimidated by them because they should have been fucked out like they're literally putting the comedian on that. Oh, I, you know I, I, mean? I don't think I would have like survived that. Like I would have probably broke down in tears. But your yeah, man handled it like a pro. Yeah. And he actually carried on his set after they were fucked out. I right. was like, mm. that's so off putting. Like you would literally. Yeah. I could ruin like, your whole yeah, night. Yeah. You wouldn't know where to start again. You'd be like, oh my god, where was I? Yeah. Every a room full of people looking at you. You yeah, know. But, but that, that's testament to him being such a good professional, being able yeah. to carry on. I suppose. They, in fairness as well, it's probably a good thing that you saying that as well. It could have been a bit of a learning curve. Yeah. Learning, <laughs> learn, learning, learning, uh, learning curve for you, you know what I mean? To say, like, if, if he didn't give up there, Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like the audience were on his side now. They were all like, yeah, when he got fucked out. Like, yeah. was like, I've, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was right. finished. Right, no, I've seen something like that myself, though, to be fair, in the Laughter Lounge. I remember, like, this one comedian, he was the headline, but to be fair, his content wasn't, wasn't good. Like, his... The stuff wasn't good, and it was a. I couldn't tell. I'm you only name. joking. I, I wouldn't want to tell him anyway. <laughs> well, I genuinely couldn't even think of his name, but it just it wasn't getting over with the crowd. Yeah. And at one point, this fan or heckler or whatever just starts giving him abuse, but he rose to it, and then all of a sudden he crumbled even more, and then he was trying to finish off the rest of his set, and then he was like stuttering and all. And he ended up getting through it, and the crowd like just clapped him off or whatever. Like they were on his side basically. Only for the other fella. If the other fella didn't act the bollocks, I think the crowd would have, it would have been crickets. Do you know what I mean? So it can happen. You can see people crumble. It's horrible. Like you have to. Setting. You have to be prepared for that. Like um, I remember there was a this Northern Ireland fella on before me. Right, he was the opener, and like he was like dark. Like I mean, like some of the jokes were I, I like I can't even believe it. It's just in the laughter lounge. I was like proper Frankie Boyle jokes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you like and. To be honest, like once my name started getting out there, people were coming to see me in the laughter lounge. Yeah. Like, you know, like eighty percent of the people there were probably there to see me. Like, and the girl who runs the laughter lounge always says to me, "We always know when Enya's on because we have to put extra extra security on because they're all bleeding mad things that come to see me." Like, <laughs> but, uh, there was an Northern Ireland fella on right, and he's he's a lovely guy, but uh, he like crickets because people were like. Eh. Like talking about fucking Jews and ovens and all like that. I was like, and they just, what they just, they were just coming to hear stories about Yama fucking having 20 smokes a day or something. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And this fella's talking about this. So, like, crickets, right? You walked off and he goes up to the manager at the end and he goes, Yeah, don't put me on the same bill as any Martin again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I suppose that's probably a job in itself, like laying out comedians. In yeah. the in, in the right corner, do you know what I mean? In the right order, yeah. Because yeah. like it, it happened again, like the headliner then after me on another night was it was American, and he was talking like it just wasn't the same sense of humor as the Irish and your crickets again, like so. Yeah. They could have just ended it with me, you know, like because you're the saving grace, yeah, basically. Um, but like you said, sometimes I find it hard to go watch comedians because I'm like, shit, oh, I not think of that joke. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You start kicking yourself. Sometimes it can be a bit off putting, like. I've turned off like that this new feature on Instagram where you can see how many likes a post got. Yeah. If I go onto someone's page and their videos after getting ten thousand likes, I'm like, my content shit. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the way I think. Yeah. But I'm that's like, just you obviously just constantly putting pressure yeah. on yourself to try better yourself. Yeah, and stuff. well it shows I care, like yeah, you know exactly. I mean? I care about my job. So uh, saying that, um that like oh why didn't I think of that? 
Like, there's times where you posted videos or Darden or whoever, and I'd say to myself, oh, they could have made it better if they added this in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they'd done it that way, that would have been a bit better. That's obviously down to the person. But do you ever get inspiration from the likes of Darren Conway? Let's say if he's, I don't know, we've done the DJ video fucking, what what was it again? He he was DJ Fresh or something. Yeah, Yeah. Something like that. But, um, like, Something like him going into a nightclub and doing a little skit on that could bring back a memory to you with something funny happening in Diva or something. Do you know what I mean? Does that ever happen where you're watching a comedian and then you'd get a joke from their joke? Do you know what I do? Um, I actually go onto TikTok when I'm looking for a bit of create, creative stimulation, I would call it. And I'll just sit on it for an hour and I'll see things like, it could be just only a 30 second video, but it'd be literally something I'd be like, you know, I'm going to do an Irish spin on that. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. some Americans probably doing a video about whatever, something relatable that we, we could all relate to. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, the cogs start turning, you know, it's like... Because I can't just sit down and look at a blank page and be like, okay, start writing a script for yeah, a video. Yeah, yeah. It has to, like, sometimes I'll go two or three weeks without thinking of an idea and I'm like, I'm not going to put up a shy video for the sake of it. Yeah. Like, I'm more quality over quantity. Yeah. And mm. then, boom, something will just hit you out of blue. You'll be walking out the road and you'll see something and like, oh my God, I'm going to make a video about that. And like, it'll go viral. And you're mm. like, I'm glad I waited now and had patience because sometimes that's what it is. Like, and I always write down, like, if I have an idea, I'll write it down because if I forget, I'll be kicking myself. I'll be like, oh, a really good idea what was it again I could yeah. done well and like you said like oh if you had it added in this bit or said this I hate when I post a video and I'm like You're a, joke, then. a joke comes to me after the video I'm like I should have fucking put yeah, that yeah, in yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. how am I only thinking of it now would yeah. it so much better yeah, the, yeah the same happens us even with podcasts like you know we have a guest on we ask them a few questions then obviously we have to listen back before we post it out and when we listen back on it, we're like, bollocks, we never fucking said this or yeah. we never said that. Like, obviously I ran through a couple of questions with you there before we started, but that's just a baseline. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We, we don't structure our podcast in like one, two, three, four, five. That's just if we get lost in a conversation, we bounce back and we always have something to follow up on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, I know what you're saying in that sense. And a lot of the stuff of what you're saying, we're walking down the road and all, like little stupid things that happened when you were kids well, you're and all. you're not expecting like, it. It'll yeah. just hit you out of nowhere, you know? Because sometimes when you force yourself to think of something, nothing happens. Mm. You know, it's awful it is. But like you said, um, the way you have the questions laid out there is a baseline. Like when I'm on stage, I put like dummy speakers on it and like they're facing me and I have all my notes on it so if something happens like a fella jumping on stage squaring up to me I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll know exactly Loaf. where to go back to like do you know what I mean yeah, I'm like alright yeah. there we are um, and sometimes like that is a fear of mine is being on stage and going blank yeah. like just forgetting especially if something like a, a fry happens or you get a scare like a, a heckle that can really really throw you off and you're yeah, like oh can my imagine. god where, where was I where was I and you can't afford to pause on stage because, like, I mean, a second feels like an hour. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, ha- has anything like that ever happened to you before? No, I'm lucky in a sense. Nothing bad has happened. I, I actually remember I did a show in Ratout, and this outfit comes in, right, halfway through the show, like, piss drunk. I think he thought he was at a fucking Christy Moore show, right? Like, I was like, that's what I said to my cousin. Are you at the right venue? Like, I was like, you are not my calibre of audience. Like, and he was on his own, like, and he comes in with plastic points, right? And he goes up and sits down at the end of the room. And he's just like, you know the way, like, alcoholics talking, like, nah, nah. That's all you could hear. And people are like, oh, shh. Oh. Like, it was just, that was a bit off-putting. Um, but, yeah, that was just... 
very random. Um, and then in terms of heckles, no, like because you know what, I'm lucky. The only place I could probably get heckled is is the Laugh Lounge. Yeah. And um, because other all my shows are people are coming to see me because they already know me comedy. You yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. Those open mic nights, that's where you'd expect to be like heckled because they don't know who you are, they don't care. You know, they paid a fiver in to, to come see the show. Like, so, mm. uh, and I think genuinely some people just go to heckle comedians. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd say you get the odd <laughs> fucking Carlin already. But they, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have had it now in Vicar Street now. I would have been on them like shot now if they had started heckling you. Uh, a, fan, really a, fan ba- a fan base in the corner. We were all like, we were all like, just proud of her. We were like, oh, we know. We didn't even know you. She's from our area, but like, I actually think. Uh, <laughs> I know you said you had Susan Doyle on. I actually think yeah. she she came to see me as well. Like she put a few videos up. But uh, yeah, no, Vicar Street. Now I sometimes you get like the odd like mess around. I'd like, be like, do you ever do this? And someone shouts up, no, what wouldn't be me now or something, you know? Yeah. Like just trying to be funny. <laughs> But like when I watch videos of like Jimmy Carr and all and Frankie Boy like laying into people, I'm like, I don't know whether I'd be that good at like. I think you would be. <laughs> they're pros it, at it though. You have yeah, to but no, I think are. I think you're very quick with it, and I think maybe you need to do more of these kind of open week sessions to, to practice me, shit yeah, like that. I agree, totally agree. Because like, you obviously don't want to fucking practice live on stage and then I go tits up and then you look stupid you know what I mean I know and th- that's what a lot of comedians do when they're bringing out a new show like these massive comedians that they were in is like they'll do like little venues and they'll like you know tour a little kind of they'll yeah. tour and they'll make a, sh- a stronger show through that yeah. and then when they get to like the likes of the tree arena it's a solid show then you know and the thing is like um, like you said you, you probably are quick witted but like I don't know that until I'm in the moments you know what I yeah. mean so if I'm going, if I'm standing at the side of the stage in Vicar Street and I'm thinking, I really hope no one heckles me, I hope there's no fucking idiots in the front, you know, like ruining yeah. the night for everyone. But like, it will come to me on the spot. But I will obviously anticipate I won't be able to deal with it, you yeah, know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But, uh, You'll I, surprise yourself. Yeah, any time someone does heckle me, like, I always have this put down, right? So if anyone comes to see me religiously, they'll be like, ah, she was that one the last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'll literally be like, if someone's like heckling me or if they're too drunk and they're making loads of noise, I always say, um, so, sorry guys, uh, as comedians, sometimes we can go to an agency and we can ask them to send us out a plant to put in the audience, you know, to make our job easier. Right, right, and right. Uh, they hadn't got any plants today, they only had a fucking vegetable and I point at them and then everyone yeah. starts laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it always shuts them up with us. Or like, sometimes people go and they just get too pissed. Yeah. Like, why spend that money going to see a show? Like, it's like teenagers going to see a concert and they're on a pump out before they're even in the taxi to, to the venue. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I understand with concerts because it loosens you up a little bit and it fucking mm. gets you in the vibe. But for a comedian, yeah, I'd be like that as well. Like, you want to take it all in. Like, I went to see Tommy Tiernan in, in Vicar Street and uh, it was the same. Like, that few of the boys that went with us, they didn't even remember the night. I'm like, ah, oh, lad, just fucking missed the night. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It was there, like, I know, it's it's pointless. And when, now, don't get me wrong. Have a drink there. You know what I mean? Set the tone a little yeah. bit. But then when you... I mean, that's for after fucking the laughter lounge. Because you can't even make sense mm-hmm. of what they're saying. So you're not even laughing. And I've noticed <laughs> that at the end of the night in, in the laughter lounge. Like... It's kind of like, uh, rather than like the cackles, you know, yeah, like, yeah, cause yeah. they're not even probably fucking processing what they're saying. Like, oh, I, I went to uh, I went to the laughter lounge one night and the comedian had an absolute mirror. So basically he called someone out. But every time the person kept on fucking answering him, like he was asking him questions like, oh, you think it's funny? Yeah. What, what do you do? What do you do this or whatever? And he was fucking telling them, but he couldn't hear them. So it made the comedian look stupid then yeah. because he couldn't hear them. And he didn't have any backup plan. Yeah, always have to have as a backup in, plan. Yeah. As in, 
like because he couldn't hear him like he should have made a joke about not being able to hear him or something do you know what I mean you have to like like literally analyse all them avenues okay if I'm going to use this put down for a heckle what are the outcomes and yeah. what will I say if that happens? Yeah. That's what you have to do because you can't look stupid on stage, like I said. Cause do you have a book of fucking backup plans? <laughs> they like, right, these are the things. Like the vegetable <laughs> one, as you said, I've used that one before. Yeah. Like, do you need to walk on them sometimes or sometimes, is it? Sometimes, like, you know, if they're wearing a t-shirt and like, it says like, like, like this one here. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'd be like, don't think you can heckle me wearing a Jack and Jones t-shirt, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like people just love seeing other people being humiliated. Like, Yeah, um, yeah, especially when they're being arseholes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gets the crowd on board as well, doesn't 100%, it? 100%, yeah. Like, it's, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to heckle someone it in the lights. can't be too mean either. Yeah. You have to be borderline. Oh, like, I just... No, but it depends though. It depends. Like, with yourself, because you're crowded, maybe it's a bit dangerous, but, like, with dark humour, I think you can be an absolute cunt if you want, like. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, like, we, we stand on stage and, you know, joke about people dying and all in third world countries. I think you'll get away with slagging yeah. Karen over and leaving one in her eye. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, come here. What, what social media platform have do you think is the best, like? Well, what have you... I'm assuming TikTok is now because, like you said a few minutes ago, it's inspiring you and giving you ideas. Yeah, like, there's, there's different audiences, though, on different platforms. And with TikTok, like, I wouldn't be, like, a religious poster on TikTok. Mm. If I have a video that is less than a minute long, I'll put it on that, you know. Um, And I have had some videos that done well on it, but... I think Facebook it can be good to make it go viral. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but Instagram it's it's weird with Instagram because I don't know it's it's very different from Facebook. But like my videos do better on Instagram than they do on Facebook. Right. You know. Was yeah. that always the case though? Yeah, because everyone's on Facebook of mm. all ages. Instagram yeah. is kind of primarily like fifty and under nearly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that. That's probably predominantly where my audience is. Like um, Instagram people who will come see me shows on Instagram, Facebook as well. But I thought it would have been Facebook now. Being honest, which I'm a bit surprised you said well, Instagram. Most, I have more followers. Like I have like over three hundred twenty thousand followers. Yeah. Because you know what the L ones are like on Facebook. They love and help share, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's like. That's the good thing about uh, Facebook. You can see how many people have shared it and stuff. Yeah. The comment, like, yeah, well, I know you can see that on uh, Instagram too, but you can't see how many people have shared it. Like, people have put, put it on their stories and stuff, but yeah. that's how it gets so many views on Facebook because people can share it onto their timelines. You yeah. can't do it on Instagram, you know? Yeah, true, yeah. So uh, it's basically people just getting tagged and going onto your page to wa- watch it on Instagram. Like, that's how the views go up. But I prefer it. That's my probably favourite platform, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Do you remember the first video or the video that got you viral? Do you remember what it was? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think now. Like the main girls one, I think was probably the first one that got over a million views. Um, and that was mad. Was it? No, it wasn't. It was a <coughs> asking an Irish mother for money, and it was the first video I ever had that went viral. So it was basically me being like, "Man, have you got two euro and you get a big lecture off your mom being like, I'm yeah. giving you money for this yeah. and that every day and all." Like, These must fucking regenerate because I'm sure I only seen that a couple of months ago again. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was going back about four years ago. Yeah. I'd say when I made the, it. Um, unless, unless it's like the, I don't mean to cut across it, but you, you know the way you get fucking pages that share other people's content, yeah. but make it like it's their page. Do you know, it could have been one of them, but I remember seeing that recently. Yeah. Yeah, and I couldn't get over. It. I posted it, and I literally thought it was going to do shy right, yeah. and I just. Sometimes when you watch something you're at the making so many times, you're like, this is not funny anymore. And mm-hmm. then you actually debate about posting it. But I yeah. posted it anyway. And uh, I was like, holy shit. Like, it, it was, the engagement was like going through the roof compared to like my other videos. I was like, what? what's going on here? 
it was obviously so relatable all over the country because sometimes like I'm obviously from Dublin and sometimes you know people from Dublin might only be able to relate to her so yeah, you know yeah, you're yeah. talking about the north side yeah. and the south side uh, but yeah I was like shut up and I was like oh my god I had like 700,000 views by the end of the evening and then like the next day I got to a million I was like what is going on <laughs> so that's when I think more people start hearing about me and I was very consistent with the videos back then I was coming yeah. up like two two a week two or three a week you know H- how many videos in until you kind of was were like oh fuck um, like how many did you make before you start getting into the like the 10, 20, 30 thousands like I, I can't really remember the first one that I got over 100k but the Shando videos slowly, slowly started getting better you know and like the Irish Mammy ones um, well, was it a case of like people growing with you like as yeah. the characters grew it was more people hearing about me I'm sure there's actually probably still people in this country who don't even know who I am like yeah, you know because yeah. there's Sometimes I come across people on Instagram or Facebook and they have like 100,000 followers and they're from Ireland and I'm like, I've never heard of them. Yeah, in fairness, Fabio was only talking about a few because we obviously asked him, look, have you got any ideas for guests to bring on like that you think would do well? And he named a few names, people from Cork <laughs> and other people from Dublin. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And yeah. then I'm starting to think, am I just getting old? <laughs> yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Am yeah. I just, like, like, I'm 31 now. Like, am I pushing on? Am I missing the trends? But um, my daughter's flat out on TikTok now as well. Do you know what I mean? So she's keeping tabs oh, on all that. Like, that's, that's probably the best platform um, for kids. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because, well, you see a lot of adults using it as well. Like, I think it's gas. Like, I, I watch some videos and I'm like, that is so funny. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's. it's how creative some people can be with like literally 20 seconds. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's like me, Vine, wasn't it? Remember yeah. Vine? Yeah. Six seconds. Yeah. It's like, if it takes three, four, five minutes for a video to make you laugh, but yeah, you can do it over here in six, I'm just going to choose the six. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. Like, I, my, some of my videos used to do it, like when I look back, were like four minutes long and all. I was like, what the? F- <laughs> no wonder you're only getting like, you know, 30,000 views and all. Like, no one's going to watch that. Like, so I, like most of my videos now are probably like ninety seconds or less. Yeah, you have to just like literally. That, that's just a matter of learning, though, isn't yeah, it? It's oh, finding 100%. the sweet spot. Like even hmm. with these podcasts, we're trying we're trying to figure out like what's the story. Like is it an hour? Is it a fucking two hours? What's the kind of sweet spot? They're hitting three hours lately, aren't they? Yeah, they're hitting three <laughs> hours lately. Yeah, but like like I said, the the Susan Doyle one, like that that was over three hours, and that's was our it? best that's our best performing one Jeez. so far. Mm, so it good. just goes to show how good the conversation is and how people are. Fucking, yeah, like when, I mean? when you go onto YouTube, you're expecting the video to be longer than 90 seconds. Like you're yeah. going on that to sit down and actually give a video attention, you know. Yeah. But with Facebook, people just want to scroll, watch something quickly, and yeah, just keep going. Exactly. Like, and and you figured that 90 seconds is a sweet spot. Yeah, and I remember actually Rory told me this because when I started making videos with him, he was like, "If your video hasn't got 300 likes after 10 minutes, like it's not gonna do great," you know. And he's right. Like, I know, if my video gets 300 likes in under 10 minutes, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a viral one. Like, right. it's mad and it's, it's actually still sticks to this day. Right, so he's obviously spotted that early on and yeah. it's, it's still... And t- tell us, how did you get involved with Rory? Um, He contacted me. I forget how he contacted me. I think, yeah, he was definitely the one that made the first move and he was like, oh, you know, you have a big profile, so do I, so... I think, like, no one's really making videos about relationships and all. Like, would you be up for, like, even doing one video, seeing how it goes? And I was like, yeah, all right then. Is he local, is he? Or is he... He lives out in Ashbourne, like... Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought he was a culture. That's what I, when oh, yeah, I was always thought that made, Like, yeah, like, he does have a little bit of a tang in his voice, but, yeah. like... That, that's what I was thinking. How did this happen? Like, is this just a, a pure, like... Social media and social media coming together yeah. because yeah, of the numbers. It was yeah, like the Ross and Rachel. I was like, are they really a couple? Like, it took me uh, a minute. Yeah, a few people thought that. In fairness, I didn't think. I don't know why I didn't think it, but I didn't think it. 
Yeah, but like, a lot did. But you know what it is? It's, it's literally like acting like it's... I think a lot of people would be like, I wouldn't let my fella like act with another girl in a video and all. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, we it's, were both, it's acting. Yeah, okay. like <laughs> we were both professionals there. But, like, but there were yeah. some videos that we were doing where like he had to put tan on me back. Like, and I literally just had a towel around me and he's like, and your people are definitely going to think we're right. And I was like, yeah, no. But, like, and were um, you ever tempted, Luika? No. Rory wouldn't be my type. Friends out. He like he uh like I remember I used to be on the radio like doing interviews and stuff and like I get asked about it and like I remember one time Gary must have been listening he's my boyfriend and you know he wouldn't be insecure whatsoever he didn't even care about the videos you know. But uh, he was like, why didn't you mention that you had a boyfriend on the radio? And I was like, I don't know, I just didn't think of it and all. And like, he would right. never, ever like go out of his way to listen to me on the radio or anything like that. I was like, why all of a sudden do you care now? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there must have been a little inkling yeah. bit there that he was running. Little people are going to think he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to his wedding, I did. I went to Rory's wedding. And... Um, like yeah, we we made them for a bit of a good year and a half. Like and they did very well. Like and I I give that to him. Like he's very good at um thinking. Like I do look at some of his videos and I'm like, how the fuck does he think of these ideas? Like cause yeah. they are very relatable. Yeah, They're like yeah, yeah. so simple. Like the the car one I thought was fucking brilliant because. Every time I was in the car, my ex-partner, she drove me crazy. Oh, Especially so when she started driving. I'm like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> will you move the fuck over? Or will you use your indicator? Or will you do this? And when I seen that video, it was around the time she was learning. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking news all over. But you know what? We were both in long-term relationships, so we knew exactly like uh, yeah, what to make videos about. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, it's literally just a, a real life like what annoys me about yeah. him what annoys me about so, her like, sometimes it? those videos stop arguments like if I'm not talking to missus and then she sees them and you they're really funny them, and yeah. they're relatable oh, she'll yeah, send, she sends it to me and then that breaks up or yeah. Yeah, breaks back, the ice a little bit back talking do you know what I mean that happens all that's the time like, with that's those. literally the goal when you're making a video you want it to be taggable relatable so you want people tagging like their other halves or their friends being like this is you and that's what we got with the videos like couples like literally tagging each other you know yeah. so that's how they blew up like some of them like there was one we got when you ring your, when your missus rings you when you're in work. That has like I think over like seven million views. Like and I don't know so what I'm saying that one. He's literally in work, right? And like he literally had this idea. He was like, "Here, I have an idea. Yeah, um, you literally just have to make it in your room, uh, and it'll take five minutes." You just obviously send the content to each other and mix yeah. them together. Then, yeah. like he used to have to drive out to me if we were going to make it in my house because yeah. I didn't drive at the time. So he'd drive from Ashbourne and take about 20 minutes. And like sometimes we would like you know make three or four videos in the one sitting mm-hmm. and then like, bang them out over the course of two weeks. But uh, the one way, yeah, when your missus rings you when you're in walk, like he's just like digging gravelly in the building. I've seen it, I've so seen it, yeah. And I'm ringing, I'm like, hey, just oh, ring to see how your day is going. He's like, yeah. yeah, I'm just a bit busy. <laughs> yeah, well, I was up in the shopping centre there and I'm after getting this and that way and I tell you, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm busy, like, and, and I'm just like, Rory, like, there's no need to be so fucking smart, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm at home making your dinner now, do you know what, you can make your fucking self and like, it was just so simple but like, I just did so it's well. Every couple's household, yeah, isn't it? And it yeah, is. that's bang on the money. That, I reckon you probably did save a few fucking I go for few arguments from them videos. I never actually yeah. thought because yeah. I used to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes you, it makes you like realize it puts a comedy spin on something that maybe was really rubbies up the wrong way, and you realize, geez, everyone's the same. So now you're kind of it's a, you it's a, like it's you're normalizing, yeah. 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 and you're yeah. like, right, this I, isn't bad. I remember there was actually one video that we made, and like, um, like people are always out to get Rory, like especially on Twitter, like there's really? just, just people who think, oh, he's not even fucking funny. And I all. think like, the man's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, me too. Like it's and. You know what Twitter is like? Like it's a cesspit for trolling. Yeah, yeah. And 
what happened was we made a video and I was like, when you come home from work and your missus keeps asking you loads of questions, right? But people took it up like it was a, like a domestic violence type of thing, do you know what I mean? Like abuse and all, because I'm asking him questions and he's like, I'm only in from fucking walking on, you're down my throat and blah, blah. Right. But people took a different angle on Twitter being like, I feel like I'm watching my man and dad, um, I had an awful upbringing and all. And Jesus Christ. It's just bringing back memories and all and people being like, look, look at her body language, she's so afraid and all. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, oh, like, I remember uh, Rory had interviews and stuff like that for his book. He was promoting his book. He had radio mm. interviews and they literally all dropped him. And they were like, yeah, no, we... Fuck off. Yeah, and it was all in the past now. It's obviously forgotten about. But, yeah. like, yeah, he he couldn't get woke. And I, he was away at the time um, when this all started happening. And did you, did you not get out in front of, like, was that not... Not really, no, because it was posted on his page, you right. know. And he shared it on Twitter as well, but... I didn't really get anything from it, um, but, like, I remember... Because you were the victim, probably, in yeah. the video, do you know what I mean? And, like, he, I text, I kept texting him, I goes, oh, my God, go on to Twitter now, now, and he wasn't texting back, he was out, he was obviously away for the weekend, yeah. um, he was down the country, so he didn't text me back till, like, two hours later, and he's like, hey, sorry, just seeing this now, but it's actually in his book, he even talks about Enya, was texting me saying, uh, get on to Twitter quick, and all he goes, they were a dark few days, like, it ruined me holiday, he was like, you know, I was really, really depressed over Like, I felt the whole world was against me. They were making me out to be something I wasn't. But he is one of these people. He will never, ever, ever rise to it or address it yeah. on his social media, being like, people are this, people are that. He will just ignore it. Mm, it's the best yeah. thing to do. Mm. And it's, it's very right. hard to do. It is. Yeah. 100%. Like, and you know what happens? He would have put up something and it just would have made things 10 times worse, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I'm a comforter, am I? Even in the WhatsApp, you know, something said, I have to respond. I have to, <laughs> I have to get me saying. You know, it's one thing I absolutely hate about myself. But come here, tell us, what way, like, this could be too personal, I don't know, but the monetization in them videos, if it's on your page, is it yours? If it, or do you just split everything that you do together? Um, we never did any... Uh, we did one or two paid videos, Um. Like Beko, you know, like the brand Beko that make wash machines and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They wanted us to do a video, so it got posted on his page. But they wanted to do two videos, so one was going to be posted on my page. Then you know, right. um. So he was like, "Yeah, I'll take the fee for this one, and then you take the fee for the one on your page." So that's right. what we done. But yeah. So like, what of his done better? Um, it did. It wouldn't work like that. So they just say, "Yeah, this is your fee," and then you post right, the video. Right. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, if it does really well, like it looks good on you, because more brands will be like, oh, you know, that video got really good engagement. Like, let's yeah. work with her. But yeah, like in terms of monetization, like I said, like I don't make any money off the views on Facebook. I think it is going to become a thing, though. I, I'm hearing. Fabio um, D said it did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, F F Fabio okay. D said it said it was, and he said he made what? He said he got nine grand, nine grand off one video. But he he was. Did he Demo say that on yeah, the podcast? Or did he say that? <laughs> 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 I don't want to be hanging on here. No, I think he said it on the pod. I fucking hope he said it on the pod. Yeah, well, this isn't being uploaded till next week, so we can fucking listen <laughs> yeah. back to Fabio Days and find out. There's no, a new thing, though, where, like, you can basically set up this option where people can tip you. So if you make a video... Like um, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a Patreon. Like, people are, like, send a euro... And like, if 50,000 people watch that, I know, you were yeah. like, it's 50 grand, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I did it for the hobby, and I knew, like, I was, uh, YouTube wasn't my thing. Like, I was all about, like, just 90 seconds, do you know what I mean? Um, And yeah, it was just straight to the point. But now, then I started making money, and, you know, I had jobs at the time and all. I was never actually in a position, only kind of really at the start where I was on my whole thinking, I'm going to have to, and COVID, obviously, here. Um, and I'm glad I had that PT uh, cert. But yeah, like, 
I would kind of be struggling a bit now if I hadn't got that. Like, cause so they can take like you take up to like three months to get paid uh, really? for a video. Yeah, it's it's a very long process. Like you don't just get you don't just make the video and then you're paid the next day. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I want to get back to that PT stuff in a minute, but uh, while we're on the monetization side of it, so. Are you not missing a trick with YouTube though? Like I know, I know your stuff is short, but let's say for example, I oh, know so you can't really do that, can you? I was gonna say like if you recorded your show on Vicar Street, all the best moments or something, and posted it after it was done, the tour was done or whatever you you call it, like would you not benefit from that? Um. I don't know, like I, I've I've actually never fully recorded one of my shows, and I'm I'm sorry I didn't because yeah. you know. I could actually do that. Like, I don't even think people buy DVDs anymore. Like, uh, Fire Arms and Hog. Like, did you ever hear of them? They're they're a comedy trio. Like, they actually sold out Vicar Street loads of times as well. Right. They blew up from like Lad Bible posting one of their videos. Like, and they sell USBs with their stuff on it. Right. So you can just <laughs> put it into the side of your telly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, but even I don't, I don't even think you need. Like, if you monetize, if you put your show on youtube after it's done like so obviously while it's on you're not going to be posting it because people won't come see your show they just watch mm. the youtube or uh, the youtube yeah but if, you, if you're finished that content and you know you're not going to use it again everything's going to be fresh you bang it up on youtube you monetize it i mean that's like netflix do you know what i mean if you're monetized yeah. on youtube and that's hitting like I don't know, two, three million. You, you know, you're talking a big lump there, like. I still, I do make a bit of money off YouTube from videos that I posted, like in the past, like you know, yeah. Home Alone was set in Dublin and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that they, was actually a good. Yeah. One, yeah. That has like over seven hundred thousand views on on YouTube. Like, now I'd only be getting about thirty quid a month. You know, mm. like it's nothing. Oh, no, that, that pays a Netflix subscription. <laughs> this call, I wish he had an income like that. I call him Mr. Subscription. Why? You want to see the amount of money that comes out of this fella's bank every month? James Everything he signed up to. I'm yeah. like that. I'm like that, yeah. Oh, no, do you know what? Things like that actually like bring me back to a time where I couldn't afford any of that and I'd be raging. And, like, you definitely I, have Scully, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, I remember, like, not being able to afford anything like that. And, you know, I'd be using my brother's Spotify account or my brother's Netflix. I feel and shit it, now. It makes you feel why I do sponge, right? Yeah, does, yeah. Sponge, yeah. It's like, a, 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 I think people are mad not doing it. Like, if, if, you, if you have a Netflix account, just get premium, give your family all the details and fucking. Did they yeah. do, but I'm the one that has You're the premium one, yeah. yeah. See, there's actually a cool thing on Revolut now where you, where you can set up like a family build, you know what I mean? And everyone, it comes out of everyone's fucking money and all. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Fuck you, Netflix. That's brilliant. Sorry if you do a future show on Netflix only. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it does, it makes me appreciate it like when I'm earning like the money I am now and I remember a time where I couldn't, I remember the first time I met up with someone in town, it was a meeting related to obviously comedy or whatever. Right. And I was doing the internship at the time, I was only getting 100 quid a week and mm. like that was, you know, money for kind of going out the weekend as well and like bus fares and all and my leave card. And I had to meet someone in town, right, it was on a weekend. I was terrified, like, I was going to meet them for coffee that, do I do like the, the right thing and buy them coffee and I won't have bus fares to get home. Like, that's how bad it was. Right. And I was so self-conscious going in there thinking, shit, will I pay for the coffee and then I'm not going to be able to get home? Or do I just not buy them a coffee and I can get the bus home? Like, that's how bad it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it actually makes me 
appreciate what I have now so much more. I never took yeah. it, I, like I'll never take it for granted, you know. Yeah. Like even even like me car and stuff like that. Like I remember thinking I'll never be able to afford a car. And I remember I was like that, that only a couple of years ago myself. It's 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 very humbling. Like and yeah. I remember after my first t- comedy tour, it was actually the first tour I ever done. I think I earned like about four grand from it, and like I bought my first car. Like so. Yeah. Yeah, because. It's um. I used to walk in extra vision and all before I when I, I remember, remember that. that. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Now, now I'm starting yeah. to put things together. I'm like, she looks familiar. I used to live in extra vision. Never watched any of our videos. That's where I know her from. Used to live in extra vision. Yeah, I actually remember you, you coming in like because like, yeah, well, yeah. so many people from around here used to go in there, but. Like I used to just make, I made made a decent wage here, you know. Like um, it was actually a decent gig, yeah. Then I remember my brother's friend walked in uh, extra vision, and he was de- like for walking in the bleeding video shop, like yeah. there was a decent wage, like he kept me going through through college, like, and I was walking in extra vision, right? This was in like the kind of final years of college, doing the internship, right? Going into extra vision in the evening, waking up, going to college, or going to the internship. I mean, like I was, it was, it was. Hustle. It was hard. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes I'd fall asleep and be walking on a farm and all. It was, well, I was always like that. I'm one of these people, I'm very driven. I cannot sit down and think there's no money coming into my bank. Like, there's no revenue streams. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like I have to be earning money somehow. Like, I remember I used to Google how to make money, <laughs> how to make money without doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <stop laughs> <what> came up. <laughs> I don't think I've Googled it, but I'm pretty sure everyone's taught it already. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole make money while you sleep. To, yeah. Isn't yeah, it? yeah dream, like. I know. T- testing mattresses. But that's what your your stuff does, though. Like, that kind of co- like, when you're making videos, like, you were literally, yeah, you could be asleep, everyone's watching it, all these viewers are ticking up. So you've kind of done it. Like, even, even my manager and I used to be like, yeah, yeah, you have to get an offer a, a second night in Vicar Street. I was like, I'm not going to sell out a second night in Vicar Street. Like, I have very bad belief in myself, you know? He's like, yeah, yeah you will. He was like, will you st- yeah, you're very hard on yourself. Imposter and, syndrome, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and like you said with the whole, like, making money while you sleep, like, yeah, I'd go asleep that night and I'd wake up the next morning and be like, yeah, you have to sell 300 tickets. And I'd be like, oh, my God. like it's, Yeah. Yeah. Pinch yourself moments. Yeah, really. Because I used to drive by there going to, to Vicar Street. I, I used to drive by Vicar Street going to my job because it was down at the tree arena that area it was where I walked and I was like I'm going to perform in there one day because this is when I started kind of doing the little open mic night yeah. see this is shit I'm talking about manifestation yeah, mm. yeah oh 100% I was like I'm going to perform in there like that is where I want to get to and like I must have done like seven shows there now like I'm it's it's actually a very like big pinch me moment like and I definitely believe in that like manifestation like mm. if you and like, Conor McGregor actually the things he came out with when he started his fighting, you know what I mean? Where he was like, I want to be the best UFC fighter in the world. Did you ever see like his interview? Yeah, yeah when he was there. 18 or something, like, acne and all. I'm going to have more money than I know what to do with and all. And like, look at him now. Mm. Yeah. You know, like that's the actual Forbes highest paid athletes now. Yeah. It happens a lot of time. Like you see a lot of people who are, who are big now. That, that it, when you look back in their career, they're calling the shots, like they really yeah. are. Yeah. Now I'm not saying you need to do that in order to make it, but it does happen a it's lot the of the fucking of time. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 something that the likes of you have in you. Mm. You can't help it. Mm. It's just yeah. in you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not in you. In you. Yeah. <laughs> in you. In you. In you. Um, comedy wise, like who who inspires you? Like it's it changes all the time. It does. Like I love uh, comedians who just talk about everyday stuff. You know, mm. like Peter K. Yeah. Mickey. Uh, Mickey Flanagan. He's brilliant. And who else? Kevin Bridges. Like, they just talk about, they remind me of Irish people. They mm-hmm. just talk about going on holiday with your family or, 
you know, talking about your other half. Like, comedians who just get up there and do one-liners and stuff like that, like, they're funny, but, like, they're not my style. The Jimmy like, Cars and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Carr, like... He does like, it well, though, in fairness. Yeah, I, I like him. He's funny, but, like, that's not the style I would be influenced by, you know? Like, that's yeah. not my style of comedy. And I think every, every comedian has their own little style, like... Whereas I'm like a storyteller, or like I'll get up there and I'll be like, "Do you ever go on holiday with your fella and this happens and you know?" Like, yeah. Look at Lee Evans. Lee Evans is pretty much a storyteller. Yeah, isn't he? yeah. Like that's what I do. I just take the piss out all grown up in a council estate and all. And I know the people who like you have to write for the people who are coming to see you. You mm. know, like I can't sit there and talk about um. Why don't I tell you about the four years I spent in college studying advertising? Like no one's gonna give a fuck about that. Like yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Tell us about the Unless night you went down the show. in college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he done digital. The two boys actually done digital marketing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sold me salt with this job. Yeah. <laughs> but some people like that's. I, I think I think you need them people. You need people yeah. like. Not everyone is built for it. Like no. uh, uh, sometimes when I talk to Dan, like Dan, you know what I'm like. Like my. I'm up here and so like Dan's like say you're up here and I'm down here. No, <laughs> no, I don't mean you're beneath me, Dan. No, but you, you, you always say no, like I am happy where I am and I'm like, no, you can be doing better, like you can yeah. do this, don't stop like oh I'm that type of person, do you know what I mean? Whereas like I don't give a bollocks and no one can tell me different and I can see that it's in you and obviously you're at that manifesting like what you said, you know. So it's I just fucking I I get butterflies when I hear someone say it. Now on that, it's at the walking out for them, you know what I mean? But when it does walk out and you're just thinking, like, you need to have that attitude in other parts yeah. of your life because... Yeah. Like, yeah. if you say, oh, I'm going to be with Rory, you'll probably be with him next week. Like, the thing I found, and me and Jay touched on it in a previous podcast a couple of weeks ago, so in terms of the manifestation and stuff, so I had it when I said, remember I wanted to interview Conor McGregor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I done that as my very first interview. And then after that, I shit myself. Not not necessarily because, like, right, what now? It was just like, I don't really, I don't think I can get bigger than this. Do you know what I mean? So what do I do now? Anything else is going to be below. So when you got that Vicar Street, was it, did you ever have any of that, like, feeling where you're like, right, what do we do now? It's I like done that it. song, The Only Way Is Up, like, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like, the... What I wanted to do Vicar Street, obviously, but I started off as a like a sketch type of show, you know, on in Vicar Street. That was my first show. Like I had like a couple of actors with me, and we did a couple of sketches on stage. And I think I only done like fifteen minutes of stand up. And I goes, the next time I I'm here, I want to do a whole show of like just me on stage, mm. and that's what happened. But in terms of like me next goal, I would love to get more nights in Vicar Street, like sell out more nights, you mm-hmm. know, like not just one or two. Like I'm talking like seven or eight nights like Tommy Turn and like yeah. that's when you know you've hit the big time you know uh, like appearing on the likes of like you know the Late Late Show or like other really big shows like like Brendan O'Carroll like that's how he like started like growing a profile because he was on the Late Late Show and he mm. said if Were you, you on the Late Late Show? I was I was on it for something else though um, they had me on with Christmas when you were about six Christmas <laughs> yeah the toy show <laughs> That's everyone's goal as a kid isn't it? Oh, I'd love to get on that yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was like it was a Valentine's Day special, and uh, me and Rory were on it on Money Weston. And uh, <laughs> there was two other like kind of content creators on it, like it was the three of us, and the audience asked us questions. Like, but I would rather be on it now, like to as yourself, yeah, and yeah, be focused um, on you, yeah, stuff like that. And you know, appearing on a, a UK panel show and stuff like that does wonders for your profile, too. Oh, like, 100%. You know, um, what is the goal, Anya? Like, where do you like, let's say, next five years, like, where do you hope to see yourself in five years? like well, be a household name, like, 
like Tommy Tiernan, you know, mm. like there's people who probably still don't know who I am, but I'm sure everyone knows who Tommy Tiernan is in this country, you know. I want to be basically the female version of his profile, you know. Mm. Um and I don't I don't know whether I'd want to break the UK. Like it's like Irish people like they're they get me the most, you know, and like yeah. moving into the UK, let's let's face it, like UK comedians do amazing over here, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But mm. Irish comedians, well, Mrs. Brown's boys done very well in the yeah. UK, you know. Yeah, like I I, I know why you think that because of the accent and yeah. and all that stuff, but I think it's still relatable. Yeah, like, like Kevin Bridges, like he has the thickest accent going, like and yeah, he came over here. I went to see him in the Tree Arena, like and he was hilarious, you know. So and he was ta- like, I'm going over there talking about everyday things. I'm not going over there. So yeah, I. Uh, anyone here from Nailstown? Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine going over to London. Anyone here from Nailstown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The, 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 that in itself is a cracker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you yeah. were to do that on stage, even though you might not get the laughs on it, if you were to record it, yeah. that would be fucking hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Everyone would be Everyone in Ireland laughing. watching it being yeah. like, for fuck's sake. I think yeah. um, Jennifer, Jennifer McGuire did that in one of her sketches for Republic of Telly. She was on, she did like, she was slagging people in the UK when she was interviewing them, but she took the piss out of them. And it's gold for us to watch. Now they were probably just thinking, what's this woman talking about? When we watch it back, we're like, this is gold. <laughs> is, is that the girl that you were talking about? You know, Jen Hatton. I don't know if, that's, if she, no, she goes by a well, different Jennifer name now. a different name now. Yeah, but. she was on um, Republic of Italy. I used to yeah. actually love that idea when I was on. Is it only, like, what other females is in your industry in Ireland? Uh, Joanne McNally, like, she actually went from kind of just doing one or two nights in Vicar Street. And then she's at to do on a podcast now with Vogue Williams. I don't know if you know who she is. I think my therapist goes to me. That's the name of the podcast. I think I heard it's it. Doing very yeah. well at the minute. Yeah, I did see it. Actually, Who seen it in the chat. Uh, Emma Dore and she. She was very, very funny. Yeah, yeah, I remember her. Very she's funny. Really good. But Joanne McNally, yeah, she only started off doing one or two nights in Vicar Street, you know, and like a few few small venues. She was on uh, the Jonathan Ross comedy uh, special. No way. She did five minutes on that, and then she was on a couple of other panel shows. She's after selling out ten nights in Vicar Street, like, yeah. It sold one of the dates sold out in like I think a few hours. Like she literally sold ten of them in the space of a week. Wow. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about, like exposure and like them type of UK yeah. shows, you know. So is that the goal, like to try get on TV more and? Yeah, and like whatever it takes to like boost me profile, so I can sell more tickets and and get out to more people, you know, because mm. like the social media is very good in that sense like I was able to sell out a show without ever doing a stand up comedy show you know yeah, yeah, yeah. because people knew what my comedy was Yeah. so it was half the battle you know that is like people coming to see it already know that you're funny they already enjoy our comedy so yeah. that is half the battle you know because what happens is you have to eventually start building up your audience you have to start from the ground up Yeah. but Where's I started like backwards you know yeah. I started online then went to stay you started on Bebo was James yeah yeah <laughs> that's where it all starts and, and what you're are the welcome. indicators for like when you can sell out 10 shows like how do you know you're at that point like yeah I think it's just I don't know something obviously brings your profile that bit better you know because um, I think people just coming to see me isn't going to be enough it's going to take a good few years for that to get to that point. Like, look at Tommy Tiernan. He didn't have social media when he started out. Yeah. He basically had to build his audience throughout the years, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I remember I supported him in uh, the Vodafone Comedy Festival, and I thought, wow, like, this is mad. And Was he one of your favourites growing up, like? Um, or, he, or he would have been? He, like, yeah, like, I found him funny, but, like, I wasn't really into comedy as a kid, you know? Right. But I loved watching shows with my dad and stuff like that, like Only Fools and Horses, Monty mm-hmm. Point and stuff like that. Um, but 
but yeah, like I didn't really watch comedy as a kid, but I knew who he was. Like, yeah, you know? did you ever see the? We were only talking about this with Fabio D. The the funeral. Tommy Tan and Tommy oh, about the funeral. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh stop! That's when I fell in love with him. That was the, type the of comedy I love. Like talking about your Andy Murray and all. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's fucking gas. But yeah, that, that I would say that's unbelievable. Like obviously, like. When you're starting now putting fucking one or two videos on Facebook, you're not thinking, like, I'm going to be on stage with Tommy Tanner now and mm-hmm. fucking two years Yeah, because I never saw myself doing stand-up when I started yeah. doing the videos, you know. But now that I am doing it, like, I wouldn't look back. But it's it's a bit worrying as well because with COVID and stuff, I I find, like, I'm losing the love for stand-up because I haven't been on stage in so long mm. that I forget what it feels like. You've been yeah. distant from it, yeah. Yeah, because when you're on stage after a show and it goes well, like, I've never really had a bad show, to be honest. Like you just unbelievable yeah, feeling. Yeah, the adrenaline and all. You're just like, oh my god, I love this job. I love what I do. I can't believe I make money making people laugh. Like it's yeah. that's that was always the dream as well. Like I hate. I can't take direction from anyone else but myself. So I always feared going into jobs and all. Like oh, this isn't for me. I don't want to work for someone else. I I'm, I'm a letdown or something. You know, like my boss would be like, put that over there, and I put it over the other side. Yeah, room, don't tell know? me what to do. Yeah, like, I, I just can't take instruction or direction, so I was like, do you know what, I want to work for myself, like, I, that's what I want, so, if I'm letting anyone down, it's only myself. Yeah. So, like, I'm glad now that I am working for myself, I'm self-employed, so. What's, um, it's a two-part question, what's the, the best bit of advice you've been given, and also, when you've kind of you've grown your little fan base, especially from around the area, has anybody kind of not supported you that you thought would, or they've got any like negative backlash? Because you know what this community's like. Yeah, do you know what I mean. You do want to see you do good, but not better than them. Um, no, I haven't. Like I've noticed it though, like with like family and stuff. You know, if I had shows on, you think they'd come see it? Not every show, but like you know the big ones like Vicar Street and like they just wouldn't be remotely interested in going, or they just text you an excuse at the last minute, and you're like. And they give them discounts. What? Well, yeah, like I, put, I put them on the guest list and all. Like, right, so, so they'd they be getting them for free and they still wouldn't show. Yeah, and it just kind of makes you think, like... What's your cousin's name, I'll say it now. It was Philip Brady. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's bad, eh? Yeah, stuff like that makes you think, Jesus, I'd, I'd say if I was selling out the, the... But you know what? They're the same people who, if they were at party and someone says, Do you know when you're at? Yeah, she's my niece. Yeah, yeah. Ah, of course. Also, yeah. it's your uncle. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I getting there? But the end yeah. of the show, we'll have a name and address, a phone number. <laughs> but they would, though. They'd be quick to like drop your name, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's bad form, especially when it's people you think that support you the most. As to the advice, what was the best advice you've been given? Um, in terms of like being in the comedy industry. Yeah, like so, like for example, like Tommy Turner. Did he have any advice to give you, or? Um, no. Like I'm trying to think of advice. Like the, one of the most common things as a comedian, though, is. If you make a hiccup in your set, no one else is going to know it except for you. Like, no one else knows your set. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you go home beating yourself up thinking, oh, you know, that was that was a shy show and all. Like, I messed this bit up. I messed that bit up. And you can beat yourself up for, like, two or three days after it. And, mm-hmm. like, the best thing you have to do is you just have to switch off. You have to be, like, leave it in the past. Like, if I do a show on Vicar Street, like, I'll go home and it's, like, you know, someone after winning the Champions League final, they can't go to sleep. Like, it's, like... <laughs> Or what could I have done differently? You know, you're just analysing everything. So, yeah, you just have to learn to, like... I'm sure, like, counsellors say this as well. Like, you have to learn to leave your work. Yeah, there, you I know, you. Don't bring it home with you. Yeah. Like, because it will. It does mentally affect you, and it can get you very down. Like, it's... 
all comedians will tell you that like, like you put yourself out there like literally yeah you're like, vulnerable like and yeah. you know a lot of, you see a lot of comedians like suffering from depression and stuff like that mm. actually mm. when I was watching the Friends reunion you're like, like Matthew Perry said he when he was doing the show like if he didn't get a laugh at one of his jokes yeah, remember he said that, he, felt yeah. Like he wanted yeah. to die mm. like yeah. that's what it feels like and when mm. you're on stage and you know sometimes it's an instinctive thing like with comedians they know what's going to make people laugh but if you think you get a bit cocky with a joke and you yeah. say it, and like the room is just silent you're like oh my god how do happens to me all yeah. the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do I come back from this but in terms of advice yeah like I'd, I'd, I'd say that and obviously like don't respond to trolls you're not everyone's cup of tea like just because Mary up the road doesn't like me you know like there's plenty of people who who who, who do like you yeah you know it's very hard to focus on the negatives or very easy to focus on the yeah negatives. i was i was gonna say that to you like one negative comment can outweigh fucking fifty thousand good mm, ones and we should i don't know why we as fucking human beings fucking allow that to happen mm. do you know what i mean like if that was in any other scenario like winning the fucking lotto do you know what i mean yeah. you're gonna take the positives more than the negative so because you do like when i see things being shared online like um say a celebrity like you know i don't know like ryan tuberty or something uh ryan tuberty um is back on the late late show again or something this year and you have people comment underneath who who you know and it's like why why do you need to write that like no why bother yeah why bother and it's like not everyone is going to be your cu- like i'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea i accept that so when people are commenting that like they need to understand i accept that you don't like me but it doesn't mean i'm not funny and they're the same people yeah. that'll come yeah. back on the next video and say it again well yeah. why the fuck are you coming back for like people i know people who think like uh mickey flanagan or kevin bridges is shit but i find them funny just because you don't find them funny doesn't mean he's not funny yeah you know like it's he just caters to a different audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you can't go around saying he's fucking shite. Like, he's selling out arenas, pal. <laughs> like, he's clearly not shite. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, Mrs. Brown's boys gets awful abuse. But they're selling out arenas all over the UK and Australia and all. And yeah. in Ireland, like, so they're doing something right. It's, it's like <laughs> Kevin Hart. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Kevin. Like, I think he's funny. But he's not my favourite comedian. But He's the mm. biggest comedian on exactly. the planet. It doesn't mean exactly. he's the best or the funniest, yeah. but he's the biggest. Yeah. Exactly. And the same mm-hmm. with Dave Chappelle. Like, he's huge as well. And I don't yeah. fucking... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I'm the same, but like I, I have learned to respect just because I don't find them funny. Doesn't yeah, exactly. Mean that's right. Yeah, like I'd still watch them and I'd still like giggle here and there. They just wouldn't be my favorite, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and the person sitting beside you could be fucking on their back laughing. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, hundred percent. Personalities, like. Was it an adjustment period when you started seeing negative comments? Um, like because like, I'm sure that I get it. Yeah, it does. Like, I'm fortunate enough, though, I don't get any bad shit sent to me, you know. Like, I've seen some people, like, deal with awful stuff, like, that, bringing their family into it and all, like, death threats and awful. But, like, no, and, and I'm lucky, but I just don't respond. I, I just I block them straight away. I don't respond. Because the thing is, the ones that I have responded to, if I respond with a kind comment, like, if they text me something really, really nasty, I'm just like, uh, did you really need to say that? And they'd be like, oh, no, you took me up the wrong way. You know? yeah. yeah, they just want so, to be noticed. Yeah, sometimes they just want a response, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, then they change their tune then when they realise you're not biting back. Like, it's... Yeah. Mm. yeah no, but it was a fan of you anyway, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> like, what, what's the hardest thing you've had to deal with online so far? Uh, Well, lately now, I'm starting to notice that, like, stuff is starting to be a bit more scrutinised as my profile's growing. Right. Like, I'm getting called out on one or two things now. Um, Like, what happened there recently? Oh, I forget what it was now. But, like, yeah, I, I did a Q&A on my Instagram page, and one of them says, are you going to take the vaccine? And I was just like, yeah. And then another question was, 
And what if you need a vaccine to go to a live event? Like, what if we can't go see you because we need a vaccine? Like, that's discrimination. Now, I shouldn't have even answered the question, yeah. to be honest, because I was just drawn <coughs> in the crazies. Yeah. But, like, I literally said, if that's the government, if the government bring that in, that's what I have to do to go back to work. I yeah. can't not work because someone doesn't want to be vaccinated. Mm. It's it's true, though. And it's like, you know, it's it's if that's the law, then I have to follow it. And basically, an anti-vaccine page screen record the video put it on that page right of course he did Enya Martin is encouraging a two tier system and I was like just like, put more to me mouth yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. so all the crazy started coming for me then like I know there's plenty of people out here don't want to be vaccinated and they won't fight fight, fight with you about it you know mm. they just respect you okay yeah. I don't want to each it alone yeah but then there's people who these are all about like the freedom of choice everyone should have a choice but when you don't make the choice they like there's more you get lashed over so yeah. I was getting comments like uh, you haven't a fucking clue what you're talking about L- using like loads of different names like mm. I'm an absolute tool and all like and then I didn't read the comment section on the anti-vaxxer page because I knew if I read it I would just like hit boiling point uh, hit yeah. boiling point and not only that that would play on my mind for days like so uh, my friend was saying I'm not going to tell you the comments but some of them were like I was fuming reading them she said um, so yeah I'm glad I didn't read them you had to protect yourself you know yeah did you think back sorry uh, Ellie Kelly actually had the very same issue I think she she was on a and a as well or something and someone asked her about the vaccine and she answered and it was the worst thing she ever done uh, yeah just better off anything political I know or anything sense. even slightly political just stay out of it because it's not worth it you can't if she said no to the vaccine she would have been ah fucking this if she said yeah to the vaccine you can't win, yeah. you can't win so mm. you're better off I just fucking I have to make me page private for two days like mm. um, to stop people like from I suppose because that was a post on their page so when people see that they go onto your page then and they just send you abuse and there's no reason to like yeah, you know it's ridiculous yeah um, so yeah I had to make me page, page private so that was little things like that now I'm like so careful. You learn though. You yeah. do learn. Like, yeah, sure um, by error, isn't it? Yeah, like even on my Facebook page when the the gay marriage referendum was was kind of like it was around, and I posted about it, and I was like, I'll be voting yes and all, and I mean, just drew out the crazies again, like. Yeah, but fuck? see, th- things like that now, and th- this is me personally. I wouldn't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because that's morally kind of right according to. Do you know what I mean? So things like that, I, w- I wouldn't not post for the political. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, that's a, a good reason why you're yeah. posting it. Like yeah. it's, you know, it's that's freedom of choice again. You know, mm-hmm. you should you should have the freedom to marry who you want, etc. But things like that, yeah, you're right. Like politics can be a very like yeah. sticky situation when it comes to you having a platform. Like, mm. um, you done that last week, didn't you? Rich, remember Fabu Day, and he was like, "Look at the yeah, end I didn't of the give day. a bollocks." No, I know, but he, he, I know you challenged him on it, mm. but that was his thing. He's like, look, at the end of the day, he his response was, I have an audience, there's demographics, there's all these different things in place. When it comes to political views, I just have to stay over. Mm. Do you know what I mean? For the benefit of his own career. And he some, said that, did he, yeah? Yeah, and sometimes you have to, you know? Yeah, yeah no, he, he, he did say it, and uh, I basically challenged him on a, a situation that happened recently. And uh, I asked him why he didn't speak out about it. I was like, not not that I think he should have. I was just saying, like, you have a, a platform. Because he was telling us his experience growing up in Ireland was, was great. Do you know what I mean? Uh, everything was good. And I just thought that someone with, someone with a platform like himself. But then it turned out that he did actually talk about it a week before. Wasn't it? it? The George, no, it wasn't a week before, but it was with the George Floyd thing. Yeah, with the George Floyd thing. So, look, that, that that's just... 
I don't know. I, I think I could have been being a bit of a prick there and expected too much of someone as well. Do you know what I mean? But it's just when something big like that happens and someone's in that community that's... Maybe big. you just had an experience where, like... Because I did remember him sharing something there recently where, like, someone was really, really racist. Saying that, And yeah. he was probably afraid he was going to attract racist if he posts anything and probably, again, trying to protect himself, you know, yeah. from... And now, in fairness, when he said it, I apologised to him straight away because I was saying maybe I was a bit of a prick there. And I said to him, look, I just wanted to ask you because in the moment, like, I'm not the type of person that's going to say something bad about Dean and then when he comes pretend I never said it so I wanted to say it to him because it's how I felt when it was all going on so I felt I kind of needed to say it to him in order to be real in front of him you know mm. but he, he had good reason and he had a very good answer and he gave a good point on the topic so but um, right let's switch things up a little bit anyway. Um rap battle <laughs> not again Jay have you got you already have you no um, should have got the heads up just, just f- four little quick questions for you, right? Food house or golden bamboo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, food house, because I wouldn't even go up near that neck of the woods. That's harsh <laughs> now, that's harsh. That's my tough. Oh, stop. I actually recently, we, we always get food house now after here, and yeah. my God, the salt and chilli chicken bars are unbelievable. I actually yeah. think they have, they have lovely uh, spice bags up Yeah, that's what we get. Yeah, we get that's spice bag all yeah, the no, time. Nice we already yeah. planned it before you got here. For, spice for, bag after the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wondering what food house in Garland Bamboo is, that Chinese um, in a local area. Chinese um, food places, by the way, not Chinese people. Do you want to say our next one, Jay? I'll let you use this one. What's the next one? Sister, Sister, or Keenan and Kel? Oh, do you know, yeah. I actually started watching Sister, Sister there recently. I have one of them dodgy boxes, and the man <laughs> Should you so be saying that? <laughs> <laughs> dodgy box, yeah. Just making all this money and issues with oh, the yeah. dodgy box. I thought you had school, you lying back. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Rory, you know, I'm only Uh but yeah, like I started rewatching it, I did, and the man at least is she's so fucking funny. Like I, and when you're a kid, you're only kind of watching it for the sisters, like you know what I mean. But yeah. Keen and Kel, oh, it's a tough one. I'd probably say sister, sister. Really? What would you go with? Keen and Kel. Yeah, all day and that is funny Kale, though. Yeah. I like it as well. Oh, I, I, I think it's probably it's probably more of a gender thing as well though. Girls would probably, probably more go sister, sister, and lads. Yeah. Keen and Kel. You have the two like black sisters basically for the female. You have the two black best mates for the. Yeah, lads, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Some brilliant ones. Was on more. I feel like that was on spin more. Like, I don't know. Is that right? Trying to think now, we had the Alton twins as well. Oh, t- two of a kind. Yeah, yeah that I was quite. I was fucking mad about them. We envisioned marrying <laughs> two of them. Uh, I, was I, I was madly in love with Zoe 101. <laughs> Oh, oh, that. Oh, yeah, James yeah, yeah. I was, I was like like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you now, man. I just had. I was like, it's gonna happen one day. But obviously, <laughs> you know, that was my thing. Uh, the den or art attack? Oh, art attack. I used to call it heart attack. I swear <laughs> to God, when I was a kid, I used to love a little talking statue. Yeah. yeah. I used to be like, how is he painting that so quick? It's like, you know, stars in their eyes, and you look back and you're like, fucking hell, they transformed that in two blew seconds. My mind. Yeah. Just Every, editing, like, yeah. you know. Oh, Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be straight yeah. out. Yeah. It's magic to me, yeah. Yeah. What a show. The power of TV. Quality. 
Yeah, you used to go. I remember every single Christmas, I used to ask me ma for a big art set. She get a whopper Same. big brown box, <laughs> whopper art set, and it'd be it. left in the wardrobe <laughs> then for years. You probably use it once, and then it'd just be left there, and then you're I, looking for a bleeding colouring pencil. Where's me colouring <laughs> pencils? You never use it. Fuck them. I actually uh, had a joke I did on stage about art sets. I was like, I used to love them. I used to get one for my birthday and Christmas every year, and I used to walk back into school after the midterm like swinging my arms like Conor McGregor walking into class. <laughs> And I'd slam the thing on the table and the arm be killing me because it way it's torn, right? And I'd be like, Matt Coffee had me teacher, we colour them today. Abby. <laughs> and he'd be like, No, nature walk, fuck you anyway. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then uh well, my friend beside me started laughing into my face. I was like, shut up, you, Amory. Bang him with that price off, you markers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Mr. Price, Mr. Price definitely wasn't around when you were going to scale. Oh. It would have been the, bleed, <laughs> the pound shop. Yeah, oh. yeah, no, probably probably the pound shop, yeah. Yeah. Well, suppose you have to you have to change it up for yeah, the new generation, times, don't yeah. you? But, oh, yeah, no, I used to love art sets. I did. That's why I loved art attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I used to always look around the house for something to make. Do you know what I mean? Because remember, like you'd always just get the most randomest things oh, and make this yoke at the end of the show. That the, was my thing. I used to always go the, the house. The worst for stuff. thing was right at the start of the show. They used to put up a big list, yeah, bacon soda, this, that, and what the you other. Needed, like? Yeah, you had nothing in the gas. <laughs> 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 like, where the fuck am I gonna get a fucking? Uh, Oh jeez, I was gonna say death all, but my man had death all in the gaff all the time. You'd be looking at the ingredients like, am I making paper mash or a fucking new cab? Fucking watch ho. Oh stop. Well let's get into the PT side. So you started out just training with Dean Cameron on Detop Fitness, was it? Is that how it all came about? Or? Yeah, so Craig, like that I went to school with Jay's friend as well. Um I was actually doing an internship at the time. I don't know how many fucking internships I done, but it was after I left college and I seen him advertising on his page that he's taking on clients. I never went to a PT before. Like I joined gyms and stuff like that, but it was just half hours, like, you know. Yeah. And he was looking for his first client. I was like, oh, Craig, I'd love to start with you. He was like, oh, brilliant. So, oh, it was Craig? It wasn't even Dean? No, no, but it was in Dean's gym. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. And I started going to him, and like I hadn't a clue at the start, you know. I'd never done a squat really, didn't know anything about any of them moves around. It's amazing looking back, like thinking now that I teach people how to do it. But yeah, like I, I just loved how when I didn't listen to Rory said you knew how to squat. You were thinking about that the whole podcast. When, when, when can I use that joke? Yeah. We'll wait till we get to the PT bit. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be getting the death threats off my fella now, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, um, I'm putting me Facebook on private. Well, you probably will, yeah. Um, what was I saying there? Uh, so, yeah. Apologies. I, no, it's grand. So I went to him for a couple of years, I did, and I wasn't really listening to him. I was just like, oh, I'm just here to lose weight and get abs, you know, the typical response. And he was like, right, well, you're going to have to like eat protein, track your calories and all that. And I was like, yeah, protein, whatever. I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. He's, he's he's mad for it, isn't he? Yeah, but he's like, right, though. He's right. Like, And after I followed it, I lost weight. And I was like, Craig, like, I should have listened to you from the start because I'm losing weight every week now. And like, I got addicted to it. Not addicted in a bad way, but once you start seeing progress, yeah. you, it yeah. keeps you motivated. Yeah, and I exactly. was like... I kept, I still kept going to him and I actually said to myself, do you know what, I wish other girls or other people knew that how simple it is and they just overcomplicate it with these fucking detox juices and all and, mm. you know, they think they can lose a stone in a week when they can't. Yeah. Um. 
so I ended up, uh, I, I said it to him, I did, I go, you know what, there's a PT course that's on up the roads. Um, I might actually do it, like, just to actually train people eventually, because that's something I'd like to do on the sides. COVID hadn't hit at this stage now, and I'm still doing shows, but, like, I was really, really interested in it. Mm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you should do it. So I done the course then, and I enjoyed it, like, and, yeah, now I'm working in a gym, and I actually really love what I do. Like, I, I'm a night owl, I am, so getting used to getting up at five in the morning. Yeah, I'd say that's Especially in the winter. Yeah. Like, I only go to so sleep oh, at that time myself. Right. So, I, yeah. I used to be like, I used to sleep at like four in the morning. Like, yeah. I used to be hearing my brother going to walk and all. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it's actually give, give me so much more structure now to my life, especially, like, not doing my shows or anything. Yeah. Getting up for something, you know, and going into a job and socialising with people. And you're, you're walking with Jamie Goonery down the polyhops now, is it? Yeah, that's the gym I walk in, yeah, in Sandy Fitness. Um, just out of curiosity, how come, like, was he looking, oh, sorry, you said you seen a post, wasn't it? Yeah, two people were leaving his gym to open their own one, and uh, there are a couple there. It's actually in this little industry, so you know Core? Steve Core? No, um, I can't say I do. Uh, it's Look at the size like, of us, obviously like we don't. Like, <laughs> 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 um, no, but yeah, they left, and I got, and then we fell actually said to me, he goes, Look, you're not doing shows around at the moment. Like you have that PT there, like you know, Jamie. Give him a text, and I'm sure like it'd be like a symbiotic relationship. You know, you have a big profile. Am I? Am I? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You bring like obviously numbers yeah. to his gym as well. And I mean, like at the start, I was walking for him. I was, I still am walking for him, and then I struggled to get clients in and because I don't think people were taking me seriously at the start. Yeah. Being like. Yeah, because you're a comedian, yeah. yeah. I think people thought I was winding them up when I turned up on that strategic class. Do five k, only messing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. I was winding you up. <laughs> like, do a squat. Yeah, that's what I done for Ari. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop now. Me and Dean are like, you know, I mean, Dean are thinking. I mean, it's like every episode is a sex joke. <laughs> this is PG in fairness. Now he hasn't gone too bad. Yeah, now, now in fairness, I'm being respectful. I'm being um, respectful. <laughs> I love the one. Oh, Gareth said they um, listen to it. You were saying someone about I'm giving up curries to lose weight, and you're like, oh, it's not the curries, it's the chicken or the breakfast roll for for breakfast, the chicken fillet roll for lunch, and then you're breaking yeah, it down. Yeah, and, and I was they like, think they think giving up takeaway is gonna make them lose weight, but they're yeah. not thinking about the rolls they're having for lunch, the fries for breakfast, and all. And it's like cutting out curries aren't making you fat. Though. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's your yeah. fucking calories. But uh, yeah, and I started up in the gym and. I did struggle to get clientele in. Like, I only had one or two clients, but now, like, I'm out the door and I'm trying to fit people in and I'm like, Deadly. it's great, you know? And it's like, there's there's good money in uh, in people. And it's a good spot he has up there as well. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's it nice and big. Busy, and, like, yeah. and he has that outdoor facility, which has been amazing. Yeah, the like, monkey the bars now. at the minute, yeah. Mm. Sp- and we're getting lovely weather. Like, I've got a colour in my face from being outside so much, like... <laughs> Um, I had to buy like Factor 50 for my face and all I did. I was like, not fucking Asian. We were Factor 50 in the winter. Yeah, in the winter. <laughs> when, um, when COVID's gone, basically, we start getting the proper normality back. How are you going to yeah, walk around your like gigs? I, I have been yeah. thinking about that. And to be honest, like, I don't do shows during the week, you know. I do them on the weekend. So I might just have to not walk the weekend in the gym. Like, I only do Saturday mornings, but... If I was to do a show on a Friday night, I don't want to be getting up early, you know. Yeah. Like I'd probably be wrecked. So I'm sure I'll find a way around it. Ah, you'll you know? figure it out. Yeah. There's yeah. two options. You can either rent the space from them and not walk for them, you know, or you can walk for them and use the gym for your clients as well. So yeah, if I do see that I'm making enough money, I can just do me pick me own hours. I'm sure um, the two years can fucking come to some sort of agreement, you know. Yeah, like it's it's handy. It's it is a handy job. Like, but to be honest, it's not the type of job if you had kids around like that. They're they're mad hours, like, you yeah. know, it's like a split shift, like, you're yeah. walking in the morning, afternoon, off, then back in, in the evening, like, so, 
yeah, if you had young kids around, like it's it's tough. Like all of us, one of the trainers actually just left there recently, like because he has a, a newborn. That's three kids he has now, and Oy. he's like, to be honest, like I don't think I can do these hours anymore. Like it's yeah. I'm missing my kids growing yeah, up. Like. Eh? I used to say that to Craig all the time. This is before Craig had his kid. Um, like he'd be up at six in the morning. He'd probably do a class till eight, home for an hour, back in at nine till eleven, back in at twelve, yeah. off from twelve till. Sound that's making me. Talk. And then in till nine o'clock at night. Like and you do that six days a week. Like it's a mad, mad schedule for a yeah, personal it trainer. Is. You'd want to like, um, like that's why I feel guilty now because like if my fella was working, I wouldn't feel as bad because he's off out doing something. But like I'm only in the gaff for a few hours, like you know. And when mm-hmm. he does go back to work, we'd probably just be passing each other for an hour, and then yeah. you know. So I wonder how that's gonna play out. But yeah, it's it is mad hours. Well, like, uh, as well as that, and yeah, from obviously living with me partner, and obviously you know yourself, you'll start to. Respect your relationship a lot more. You'll miss each other, and yeah. the, you'll you'll appreciate the quality time you're actually spending with each other in mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. So, I suppose it's probably a good thing if you if you really yeah, yeah you'll about appreciate it. your weekends more. And actually, when you go out and do things, and all, you know, well, when things open back up again, like being able to go to a restaurant and stuff. Because exactly, I mean, living together, you'd feel like being killing each other because none of you both is out walking. You just there's nowhere to go, nothing to do. Like I know. Mm-hmm. you're just staring. Yeah, at literally you. a walk. Yeah, that's the that's only the option you have. We're already on four today. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm a fucking black belt at walking at this stage. <laughs> L- literally have not stopped walking. I text him all the time, he never comes out. Liar. He's not text me once either. I was I was joking saying I had PTSD because even as places open back up, oh, I'm still not going to them. I'm like, if you really haven't been, like I haven't yeah, gone I haven't, anywhere. Yeah. Like, you know why I haven't though? Fu- the, the fucking queues now. I can't stand that I shit. Like, yeah. just let me fucking in, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's no queues for the shopping centres like the f- Tesco's around. No, it doesn't make sense, doesn't it? It's just fucking arse ways. To be honest with you, come here. Give us your <laughs> top five Irish creators. Um, you don't don't have to be in order now. Just. Uh, so yeah, really like Darren Conway. Um, who else? Uh, Ashlyn. Oh, I forgot her score now. Now, oh God, I look her up on Instagram now. But she's kind of only new to Instagram. Like, but right. she does like Irish mommy videos and stuff. Okay, she's, I think is she is she only young? Long girl, yeah. Yeah, I've seen her. I've seen see, her. Amelia yeah. actually Ashlyn showed me. Ashlyn Kearns, yeah. Yeah, I've seen um, her. Yeah. Emma Doran. Um, who else? Oh, there's other people I like as well. Any stars? That's three or four. That's three. All women so far. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Darren Conway is not one. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get my beat on. Just uh, time. Yeah, like there's. Um, do they have to be like comedians? Do they? No, no. Just creators, like uh, online personalities or whatever. I did think you would have whacked out Todd Fleming straight away. Oh, him, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. He, I, I love think he's him, the best yeah. one. I mean, like, how can you not like that family, you know? Uh, him, yeah. definitely. And Terry McAvoy, like, she's more like a kind of. Um, influencer or blogger but she's lovely and I love the stuff that she posts like yeah. so um yeah and do you know what I only I, I follow a lot of like inspirational pages like motivate you know like the manifestation mm-hmm. stuff like that because yeah. sometimes when you're scrolling on social media too much and you're just seeing other people's lives and then you just see a quote and you're like oh yeah 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 I know what you mean it's it, it gets fucking I saw when you see everyone fucking constantly happy and you know it's bullshit as well you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. we fucking hate that who is um the biggest celebrity that follows you Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, I took a picture of his whiskey and I posted it. I was like, just got the the brother's Christmas present and I ta- I didn't know I didn't tag him. And I get the message, right? And I just see the blue tick, notorious MMA. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, you up any? He was like, what's your address? I'll send you a case and all. I was like, 
Now we never sent it to you. Hanging about the dry now. To Neil's town, yeah, but uh, he was gonna send them till he seen Neil's town, probably. Well, yeah, no, actually, I wasn't that. I seen he liked one of my videos. I was like, oh my god, Conor McGregor liked my video, and but yeah, he follows me, and yeah, there's a good few people who have over it. Like Ty Fleming follows me, he's lovely as well. Did your hair show follows it as well? I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, like it's it's. I still get starstruck as well. Like when I interviewed David Schwimmer, like yeah, um, because I work with brands, like I said, when I'm doing videos, and I've done um videos for Now TV, who are basically like a sister company of Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And David Schwimmer had a new show that was coming out over in the UK, and it was going to be on Now TV slash Sky. And they were like, look, um, we want to send you over to interview him uh, into to London. And I was like, what? Like, I couldn't believe what I was reading. It, it, I was like, that's madness, isn't it? Like, David Schwimmer is Ross from Friends, yeah. just for yeah. people listening yeah. who don't know. Yeah. And I was like, shit myself. And they were like, can you send us the questions that you're going to ask him? And we send it to his rep. And I was like, okay, so couldn't ask him anything about Friends. Like, yeah, like, just... It, it was were, all about doing It was all very yeah. strict, but... I'll never forget, like, going into the room and, like, looking at him and I was like, oh, my God, I was just so starstruck. Yeah. And I started... Especially because you're a big fan of the show, like... I was shaking, but I had to act so professional, like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, And when I came out of the room, like, I just... I felt like I was, like, crying, like... Yeah. I was a little bit let down because, you know, the way they say never meet your heroes, like... Yeah. He wasn't anything like Ross, obviously, like, you know, yeah. he was an actor, but he was the opposite. He was very, like, kind of, like, serious and... Whereas, like, Ross is just, like, Doofy. you know, yeah, yeah. get off my sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, on the Friends reunion, if you had been like that, like, he was real funny on that. And yeah, really he was really good on that. He came was across he, really well. He do interviews all the time as well. Like, he's probably oh, tired. Oh, there was about 30 of us that yeah. went into that room yeah. that day, you know. And you only literally get, like, I think, 10 minutes or less. Right. And again, I ask the same questions yeah. all the time. And they're tired and they're bored and stuff. But I remember I went into the room, right, and... This is obviously a time schedule, and there's a girl that's keeping an eye on it, and you know, and she's fucking sending people in now. And she's like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I'm going into the interview. You're not, you, you're not on yet." And I was like, "I am." And like, she was literally having this argument with me in front of him, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's bad like, start! Yeah. That's a bad start, yeah. yeah." And you know, like, I don't know. I think everyone's the same way. They act different around different people as well. It depends mm. on the vibe. So that would have set you up bad. That wasn't really fair on you that that was done. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's like relax, love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. Fucking Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I know. I felt like snapping, and then another girl came over, and she's like, "No, like she's she's going in there now. Like yeah, that's yeah. all. Like, um, because did they know you were a friend, uh, a friend of the show, <laughs> <laughs> a, a fan of the show? Like, how did you get picked to interview him? Like, I they knew because they follow me on Instagram. I know the girls that, right. I, that I did work for on Now TV, like, and they know how much I love friends. So, so it was because, because I had worked of that. with them in the past. We're like, oh, we'll get Enya to go over and then Deadly. post the interview on our page. So it was like a win-win, you know. Yeah. I got I got paid. No, I didn't get paid to make it, but basically they were like, look, we're bringing you, we're paying for your flights and your yeah. hotel. Uh, you get to go over and like I met them. I went over for two nights and they all arrived on the second day then, and I was. We went to a Sky event, actually, yeah. Jamie Redknapp was there, uh, Jamie Redknapp's da, um, Harry Redknapp, who else was there? Like, loads of actors from, like, Game of Thrones and all. And I'm jealous all already. The, yeah, all the cast of, like, A League of Their Own were there. Ross, oh, David Schwimmer. Um, <laughs> who else? Anthony Joshua was there and all. I was like, who are these people? <laughs> oh, I'd say when you see all these in person, like, you're handsome, pretty, you know what I mean? Like, even, even Ross, actually, when I was watching the Friends reunion, He's at that age and really well. Yeah. I actually he thinks he looks a lot better now than what yeah. he used to. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'd squat on him now, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. Oh, stop. Jay, you stopped snapping. You were another half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, come here. So let's talk a little bit about the Friends reunion because I know you are very passionate about Reesley and your social media. Um, I found a fucking madness and I'm a little bit disheartened about the whole Ross and... Uh, oh, that completely threw me off because I yeah. never thought I didn't think they had good chemistry on screen. To be honest, now maybe when you watched it live all them years ago, but yeah. I just didn't think like yeah, I don't didn't sense it. But now that I know they fancied each other behind the scenes, they're yeah, looking like, at a different. Now I'm like, oh, like they actually could have went out with each other, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That like, completely threw me. As soon as they said it, or as soon as whoever when they were talking about it, I was watching them for the interview and they were looking at each other a lot. Yeah. Throughout the rest of the show then. I was like, fucking hell. single now as well. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, look at you, you little shipper. <laughs> <laughs> That's deadly, isn't it? Imagine they got together. That'd be rapid, wouldn't it? I know. And I wouldn't, like, I never thought, like, they'd be each other's type. So that's why I was so shocked. Like, yeah, I thought it'd be same. boring, like, Matt LeBlanc or something, you know? Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favourite uh, Joey meme of all the ones oh, that came out? all the memes that I get made. They're fucking brilliant. Oh, what was it? There was one where, and what, what was it when your uncle's talking uh, to his niece? And come here, you do engineering, and would there be many women in that job? <laughs> <laughs> like, really, like sexist remarks and all. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're a comedian. You're a what? A comedian? Tell us a joke, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a few good ones. The same come one in. where he was doing a chip or order. He sat oh, in there, hand in the pocket. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. steaming after a few points. <laughs> there's another one where he's sitting in the late late show audience. You see that one? <laughs> That's yeah, a cracker cra- because the pure farm <laughs> yeah, are looking yeah, short yeah. now. Or on winning streak or something. <laughs> yeah. But your missus actually really reminds me of Rachel, Jennifer Anderson. The personality. Even looks. Fair enough, yeah. Sure. No, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I, I've said that for years. I don't know what it is. Like, if you look at the two of them side by side, do they look like each other? A little bit. But there's something about Eva that really... That's the nice thing you said about her on the podcast. All these listeners are going to be Googling you now. What's going on oh. your Instagram looking at you? Yeah, Mrs. everyone's going to be looking for you. He's, he's, he's punching. He's punching that way. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It's the way the... I don't know. You know the way when you look at certain people in the milk movements when they talk or something? The it could be something stupid like that. But she, I always said it throughout the years. Eva reminds me of Jennifer Anson. But um, who was your favourite? Yeah, character and friends. Yeah. Um, it changes all the time, but at the moment it's Phoebe. Phoebe. Like every time I rewatch it, I like I do love Channel. And to be honest, I had a, I had got a big influence on me pursuing comedy. Like, like I'm the most sarcastic person of my friends, and that's because from watching Friends and like yeah. Channel and stuff. Isn't it fucking mad? Like, I, I literally put down kind of the way I am now to the Kardashians. Really? Oh, no, listen, honest to God, <laughs> honest to God, right? No, honest That's to God, I have no shame in saying this whatsoever, right? <laughs> My sister used to fucking watch the Kardashians all the time, and I'd sit down. Obviously, the, the girls are nice to look at, so it kind of drags you in a little bit, you know? But after watching it then for a few minutes, I used to love now. Obviously, it's TV, I know, but it's TV and reality mixed together. Like, mm. some of it is fucking real. Anyone tells me different, mm. go fuck yourself, right? Some of it's real. <laughs> but the way they communicate as a family when there's an argument I fucking love they never leave something untorned they always resolve yeah. the issue did you not see the episode where like they're skull dragging each other around the sitting room <laughs> did you well I, I, I didn't watch like series after series I only watched a couple of episodes but I really fucking enjoyed it when I watched it now look I know fucking there's, there's loads of things I didn't see but it is mad where I'm going with it is the content that you do consume whether it's tech or whether it's fucking comedy 
Like it does have a big part to play in your life. Like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I remember watching all them shows, like Charlie Shore and all, and thinking I want to be like that and all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah, that skin's sure. like fucking leather from all the sunbeds <laughs> they go on, and like ah, oh, like the half of them look like blow up dolls. But, but even like that around here now, so. I don't know. Maybe a bit younger than your user generation would have kind of been like we would if we were down some beds back in the day. We would have got lashed out. Say I'm ginger. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> our age group wears now. Well, I think shows like that, like um, what was it, Jersey Shore and all that, yeah. brought all that into fashion. Oh, like it yeah, then which led to the car crash that yeah, is California. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. You're not Shut though. your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's six eggs per blog per day. <laughs> only watch that, that picture a day. That fucking yeah. brilliant. Oh. Remember, did you ever see the one where they drink his grey goose and then they pour it back up with uh, fill it back up with water. Oh. And then Cormac comes in from his taxi trip and all, and sits down and he drinks it. That's fucking class, boys. God, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Awesome. I seen him in the All Mill one time trying to get a picture of him. He's like, fuck off. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. He was an yeah. asshole? Yeah, I was just trying to get a picture for the crack to be fair. I say a lot of people took the piss out of me, probably built up a bit of a barrier. Well, he was, I liked him out of probably all of Well, yeah. when Mark O'Neill went into it in the second season. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was actually very good in Big Brother. I remember him on Big Brother. Like we talked about him in every podcast, don't yeah. we? Every podcast he comes up. I don't <laughs> know how he does it. Yeah. Do you know he what? ends up in every single episode, yeah. Do you know what I actually got asked to do when he was on it? Um, do you ever watch SAS Ultimate Hell Week? They have an Irish one, um, but like this one was a celeb version. Right. They made it a few weeks ago, but it'll be out on telly in a few months. But I got asked to do it right now. It's literally like, do you ever like, go to one of them events like Hell and Back? Yeah. And, yeah like, it's like that, but you're in it for four days and there's like army sergeants. You go down to a barracks in Cork yeah. and you have to do all this mad shit. Like, look at the clips on YouTube after this, but mm. um, Ant Middleton does a version of it over in the UK. Do you ever right. watch that? Well, I've never seen it, but I, I it's, get what it's you're just, saying. Yeah, yeah basically living like a soldier like for yeah. four days. Um, but I got asked to do it, right, because they knew I was a PT and obviously I had a profile. And I was back and forth thinking about it. I was like, will I? I literally had three weeks notice where the original right. cast had months, you know, to prepare for something yeah. like that. Like, so they would have been doing stuff on the slide probably. Yeah, like, to of try course, and, to prepare yeah. for it. And I was like, I don't know. I like, like you know, maybe going on to what might do wonders for my profile, but I don't want to look like a tick and last like a day. And then... No one remembers me, so mm. I just I ended up torn it down. But yeah, man, Mark O'Neill was on it. Like, yeah, uh, there was Rory was on it as well. He was. Hey, Rory was Rory on it. How did he do? Uh, you can't say it's not out yet, is it? Well, I, I, you didn't tell me, <laughs> but um, he's not. He's actually not allowed. Like, it's oh, it's not out yet. No, it's oh, not sorry. out yet. So if he won, he couldn't tell me. You know? Imagine you had to said that there. That would have been hilarious. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like it was mad. Like one of the fellas who trains up in the gym, Nathan Carter's brother. He was in a J car and he was like, oh, they woke us up one night by fucking bangers into the room and all like that and playing rock music fucking and everything. Hell. Yeah. We were swinging out of helicopters and all. He was saying like, it's madness. But um, yeah, that's do, how mad Do you regret throwing it down? Or do you what? think you made the right choice? I, I think I made the right choice. To be honest, that type of stuff isn't really for me. Like I wouldn't enjoy something like that. It's very much like the uh, I'm a celebrity. Like you can bring all these celebrities on or whatever, but you're in an environment where your personality that you're known for you're going to get the, the way, exact opposite. The way they you know edit I mean? as well, like they could make you look like a mole yeah, bag or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. and, like to be honest, I've watched it. it could be being set up for failure though yeah. necessarily. Like like I've watched it and like it's there's nothing comic about it. It's all serious being like I only got one hour sleep last night I'm fine and really tough and really yeah. hungry. Like that's not a show where I can showcase my sense of humour, you know? Yeah, 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 so yeah, I yeah. thought to myself, yeah, it's not really going to benefit me Um, so I toned it down in the end. But Is there anything that you toned down that you wish you didn't? Um... 
now, like, well, if this comes out and they all end up getting fucking Hollywood contracts, yeah, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be raging. But now, like, I, I think, I think I made the right choice. I don't think there's anything that I have torn down. Like, a couple of brands have come to me and stuff like that and wanted me to make videos, you know, and like. It'd be a nice fee, and I'm like, I'm not gonna sell myself short for money, you know. See, I, I have huge respect for that. You have no idea because the certain guests that we're getting on this show, um, that do stuff like that, and I, I want to ask why. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. why is doing this? Like, these people, you know, we're getting multiple guests on that I want to challenge. Now, it's not calling them out or not, and like, I'll, I'll run the questions by them, but like, people are putting stuff out there, right? That they would never buy. Yeah. They would never get behind. Like, it's literally just money talking. And the fact that yeah. you do do that, fair play to you, because let's face it, 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 it I'm assuming it's a, a lot of opportunities that easy money for you that you could make. But obviously, you're toning it down because you wouldn't buy it yourself. Is there anything you regret doing, like, yeah, like brand wise? I did one for. Uh, you, you a don't shop like, like a sh- yeah. you know like the way like there's spars and centres and all of that was right. one of them type of chains and I basically had to interview people like a vox pop on the street and all about like chicken fillet rolls like and it was so stupid like it was a bit kind of like degrading nearly like no yeah. one was talking to the camera everyone was it was on Grafton Street like I was like no no I'm not getting this for camera yeah it was really hard and like I felt like I wasn't doing my job because people were talking to the camera or like, into a mic and it was a very long day, and like looking back at it, I was like, do you know what? I wouldn't do anything like that again, to be honest. Like mm. it's, it was a bit kind of, I don't know. Like it just, yeah, I didn't really like it. Um, but like in terms of what you were saying, there were just people who promote everything and anything. What happens is they lose credibility. Like so, everything they post, people are like. But see, I, I, I don't think some of these people are losing credit. I think some of them are gaining credibility from it as well. To be honest with Change. you, and that's what I don't like about that, it. That yeah. clout is getting bigger, basically. Like you can't it? Like, love mm. everything like that. Yeah, received, you know what I mean? And, and look, don't get me wrong, like I say to the lads all the time, I love people that are hustling, I love seeing young Irish people doing well and making the most of an opportunity, but where they want to go, what they're doing is damaging, in, in my opinion. What's but, the end goal though? Yeah, like see the way I want to like sell out 10 nights in Vicar Street, like what's the end goal from doing that? You know, it's quick yeah. money. Mm. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. but like, what? it's not going to last forever. I know. That's a, what. What are you going to do when they're in their seventies? Promote my friends. Like, but, do you know what? But I mean? the thing <laughs> is, look for a perfect example, right? Guilty we are talking about. Friend. We are talking about the Kardashians. They like. I think Kim said she she put something up that she didn't support, and she she backed over straight away because, as much as a lot of people now don't like the word influencers, a lot of them are. Do you know what mm. I mean? Whether they like it or not, they are. People follow people like, for example, Jamie Gunry done the no hands thing. I bought one of them. Do you know mm. what I mean? I'm supporting him because everything I've seen him doing has been good and positive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> but then there's other people that put up stuff, and I'm like, no, I wouldn't go near that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I I love promoting stuff that I don't get paid for, and like it's something that I use. Like I got a, a new car radio installed in my car. I've seen and that the Android, I shared it and like yeah, the lads yeah. said they got nearly like fucking 500 followers from it and like yeah. do you know what it, it's something that other people might want to know about yeah. and like people were texting me how much was it and all and I told them how much it was but like some people think you get it for free like if I was to promote the iPhone here and I was like oh do you know what lads it's actually a really good phone and blah 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 people are like how much do you get paid to say that like that's what they text you like yeah, yeah. like I didn't yeah. get paid like if I got paid I'd put SP or ad like you have to well, that's mm. another thing that people <laughs> aren't doing that you, you're doing so fair play to you but I think that's pretty much everything I had lads is there anything else you just want to touch on before no my, I, I had all my questions answered 
Yeah. yeah, I feel like I told me life story. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually really enjoyed that, and yeah, I appreciate you coming on. It was yeah, an absolute no, pleasure. Because well, sometimes when it's only like forty minutes to an hour, you feel under pressure, and like when you're a bit more relaxed, you can kind of be yourself. Then you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just it, it in fairness, half the questions on this list didn't even get asked. You know, man, really, yeah. it just went with the flow, which is the way I, I like yeah, it to yeah. go. It's more. It's fresh, it's real, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you go home, tell a fella it was a joke. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only messing. He won't even right? listen to this. <laughs> what he do you mean? He'd be, like, he'd be like, what's a podcast? You know me mar always calls them. Why aren't you doing your broadcasts anymore? And I'm like, it's podcast, man. So here, every d- night I come here, Jay, where are you going? You're doing the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a text here that, oh my God, you'd be on the radio. No. Oh God. Mark, Mark Ward called us the media and I'm like, well, no, I don't even really put a label on it. Don't you just yeah. have him on, yeah. I yeah. have him on my podcast. Yeah, we actually, I listened to a few of your podcasts as well. And like I said, uh, Dean, you recommended Susan and then I went to... Uh, your podcast and listen to that one. Um, did you want to give you a little? What's the name of your podcast actually? Uh, so over it, like I renamed it. It was called Gizzy Listen. Um, well, I actually took a break from for about three weeks, but I think I'm going back to it this week because it was just hectic with the gym. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so over a podcast. And where did the name come from? Do you mind me asking? Um, I didn't want to call it Gizzy Listen. Me and me mate Jordan who made because I didn't want to with a friend. Yeah. You yeah, didn't wanna... and like I didn't want to kind of relate it to Gizzy Laugh. I wanted it to be its own thing, you know. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like we got like a little graphic made up for it and stuff, and just like we do a little segment in a call. What you saw over this week, you know. So we might complain about something, but the whole premise of the podcast is just talking about pop culture, you know, things that are going on at the moment, and then like stories from our own lives and that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's that's deadly. And look, I, I know you since I'm what three or four years of age. And seeing you going to this now, yeah. fair play. And honestly, I wish you all the best. And I hope you get your 10 nights in Vickers yeah, Street. So and right, then I eventually hope you get the three arena. So yeah. keep going and fair play to you. Thanks, lads. Just recognise me next time in the crowd so we can give you a <laughs> shout out. <laughs> right, any on that now, thanks very much. It was an absolute pleasure and we wish you nothing but the best yeah, going forward. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Emil. Cheers. Imagine we had a few drinks now down this. <coughs> oh, stop <laughs> it. We're not to be drunk. We'll have Rory. Rory! <laughs> Watch up! <laughs> well, he's actually right now, Rory. Right? <laughs> that's, that's the plan, Send though. those damn videos, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Unedited version. Right, folks, um, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and make sure you tune into the YouTube channel very soon because something's about to pop off it's not like it's where my hug goes <laughs>